name. My Reba character. Was, oh, this is Reba. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, look, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Anybody. <laughs> I downloaded Choke a lot, and then I, oh. I quickly realized it was the wrong move. And Dawn. It was just awkward. It's not like he looked bad. It was just weird. It was like a cheesy porno. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Oh, we got this email, that totally random email, at least seemingly, uh, came in yesterday afternoon from Sherry. Hey, Sherry. The thing I don't know is with our app and then and, and in Sacramento being on 104.7 FM and 890 AM all day long, unless like Kyle has it memorized, you don't know, was, was this email inspired by hearing a best of segment or is it just completely random? Do you, mm. Kyle, do you know? Off the top of your head. You don't have to dig into your records. This was moments ago, this email? It was yesterday afternoon. It was yesterday yeah. afternoon. So what, what, are we, what are we trying to, what was the problem did, exactly? Did we air a segment about the talking about getting your real ID? Uh, I know it's in rotation. There's a good chance okay. it was put in there. Yeah. That's the only, it's, either, it's either she heard something or it's just a random email because out of nowhere at 12.42 p.m. this comes in. The real ID is a thing that has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back because of uh, COVID and all that. Where you had to get a new ID if you wanted to do things like fly. Where you have to have this special little... little Brandon, did you ever get yours? No, I still have to go through the Social Security office. Which, At the time that I was needing to go get my real ID, um, COVID was destroying the Social Security office, apparently. (laughs) And so I would have to eat... I would have to... Let me back it up. I have to actually have my name changed officially on my social security card because I was born with a different last name. My parents were not uh, wed at the time, so they were living in sin. Um, <laughs> long story short, I would have to email or sorry, mail in my ID. Oh, that's right. And so I couldn't be without my ID for a couple of weeks. Um, so I'm still in the process, but because it keeps getting pushed back, I don't have to worry about it so much. Yeah, I don't even. I probably should have double checked. I think it's. 2024 now, I think. Well, that's, well, that's this year. Yeah. I'll have to double check what they moved the deadline to. Okay, so that's why I was going to ask is when's this deadline? Because I know I, mine still says federal limits don't apply because I didn't have all my paperwork in order. I have it now, but I just haven't updated because my ID expires here coming up in December. So I'll get it fixed then. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just, they'll just take care of it for you because you don't have to do any of the hoops that poor Brandon has no, to do. No. Yeah. I just didn't have mail last time. I was in the a DMV. I'm like, I have to bring mail in to get a real ID. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have that. Just give me the other one. Yeah, hmm. a, a, unless you have a Brando situation, that's how I did mine when my license renewed. It was like literally, <laughs> it was very easy and uncomplicated. It's now been pushed back to May seventh of twenty twenty five. So we've oh, got a, a year okay. and three months. Okay. Got time for now, and then and then the chaos of the twenty twenty four election will push it back to December of twenty twenty six. Wait, wait, wait. What, what was the point again of this yeah. ID? To to stop nine eleven terrorists exactly in, from twenty five oh. years ago. Oh. Okay. This, this all came out of 9-11. We're getting on top of it. Yep. So what's the email or Sherry upset about? Is she upset or is she okay? Well, I'm going to read the email when I feel it's time. Okay, understood. I'm sorry. My God. And I- <laughs> Am I not running the show properly for you, Kyle? No, you're doing just fine. Okay. I thought I just thought maybe you forgot about it. I'm like, oh. This- as, I, as I sit here crinkling in the background, I'm just totally forgetting about it. <laughs> well, you know, the old age and all with yeah. us. <laughs> I, I like how Kyle assumes that something's wrong, like like he did yes. something wrong. Well, I know the segment, actually. I know it's probably out of date, and the dates are wrong on the real ID. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? The, no, like when to get the oh, date, like it's outdated. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then like she would be segment. an idiot if she doesn't yeah. realize that it's a best of segment. That's That would be on her. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Boy, that would be, gosh, do you, do you have to do that? Does he have to take things out that are expired? No. There would be no best ofs. No. Yeah, yeah. That's absurd. That, that would be like, oh my God, what are you going to It's like when you watch a rerun on TV. Exactly. No. Yeah. 
It's nostalgic. Uh, Sherry wrote in with this story. It says, my mom went to get her real ID. I tried to explain to her that it was going to be a little more difficult for her because she has been married more than most people. You almost don't have enough fingers as she has been married. Whoa. And you have to have paperwork to show either your divorce, decree of your marriage license for all of your name changes. So in the end, let's just say my mom will be continuing to have a regular California ID and she won't be flying. Good lesson for people. Don't get married multiple times. See, some people would hear that and be like, oh, my God. But the women out there that have yet to be married are like, oh, my God, I can't even get married once. This (laughs) woman's been married too many times to count. (laughs) It is a paperwork nightmare uh, for people like Brandon and for broads. And I guess she just wanted to give us a a, a, a warning, of, uh, you know, public service announcement uh, when you get this done by May of 2025 uh, for now. I think people really want to get married multiple times. I think the goal is that you just want to do it once. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she was probably, I mean, who knows, right? You're just in love with love. I mean, You're thinking, I'm sure she was thinking each guy was the one. Of course. And then, oh my God, he wasn't. I mean, I could have been married and divorced a bazillion times with all the dudes I thought was the one. And so stupid. I mean, you yeah, you go into it, <laughs> unless there's some other reason for it, like pregnancy, unexpected pregnancy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, you, you go in. Oh, other than yeah. those weird situations, you go into it thinking, hoping it's going to be a one-time thing, but you don't want to stay in a horrible marriage either. I'm feeling right, little, Brandon? I, I'm feeling a little, little judged <laughs> uh, right. for marrying multiple times. I know, right? <laughs> hmm. I should have got it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, with that gal, I don't know her story. With mine, when I say I could have been married a bazillion times, there were a million red flags, but you still would tell yourself that's right. the person. <laughs> well, and I, I, the way the woman describes her mother, oh there's a big difference between Brandon and me, who got married and divorced once and almost as many fingers as we have with mom. I don't know what was yeah. going on there. Let's Super Bowl's behind us, so we got to get to the holiday pile. There are only 316 days until Christmas morning. I need to get the decorations out. 289 days until Thanksgiving. Oh, man. And tomorrow is Valentine's Day. That's right. Wednesday. Yes, (laughs) the night for lovers. Hump day. Uh Uh-huh. So if you are planning on going out on the actual Valentine's Day, uh, you may want to make sure that you've got your, your, if you're planning on engaging in holiday or not rather adult beverages, you might want to make sure that you have your, your driving situation set because thousands of Uber and Lyft drivers, as well as door dashers, that's a separate thing, are set to cause chaos on Valentine's Day with a mass strike for higher wages across the country. Oh, damn. And they've obviously picked Valentine's Day for that very reason. Oh, yeah, it'll hurt. <laughs> Lots of people want to go out. They want to have a driver. And, oh, no, no cars available. Not only oh. that, you might want... Oh. I'm sorry. Nope, you said DoorDash was separate. DoorDash is... You didn't do they're, any they're doing that deliver it. food. Right. They're doing it, too. They are because, doing it, but it wouldn't I mean, relate to needing a driver. It that, wouldn't. But yeah. if you're like, oh, I need this you know, delivered because I'm making this dinner, and you can't get out to do it for whatever reason, that sucks. Use Instacart. That's, like, That's there's, true. There's just another choice oh, they're not there. they're striking. It's not mentioned. <laughs> I, I don't know how many people are really going to strike because there's a lot of people that do it as like a side hustle just for extra tip money anyways. Like sometimes I feel like it's not even going to apply to the people who take this job seriously. Uber claims only a minority of its drivers participate in these strikes. It's not the first time. Okay. Uh, and they say it rarely has an impact on business. No comment from Lyft. Uh, but the drivers uh, are accusing the platforms of taking disproportionately high amounts 
as commissions. We'll see if that turns yeah. into anything. Again, just more public services. And I do feel bad for some of the Lyft drivers. I got a, a Lyft not too long ago and I had my car worked on and the guy was telling me, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, it's a short drive. He's like, yeah, I'm only getting like $2 off of this ride. Sure. And I was like, damn. I was, but I felt bad, so I gave him 10 extra. Okay, okay, well, that works. I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I, Suckered your ass in. You know in. what, yeah, zone, but I would never share that with the passenger. It's not their problem. <laughs> no, it's that's You know that. what I mean? Honestly, it's mine to figure out, to find another job, get a second job, or just try to. I'm not saying it's not a, a hard thing. I'm saying I just wouldn't share it with my customer. Why would I do that? That's not their problem. Plus, I want my driver you know? to shut up. I don't want to talk to you. Oh, man. <laughs> the best invention that they made to that app was quiet mode. Oh, I love a, that man. thing. I, I don't know if it's a, a thing on Uber, but it is on Lyft. Really? Yeah. What is this? Oh. I use yeah. both. When you request a ride, you can say, you know, you could set your temperature. Um, you can oh. ask for, like, music. Or you could say quiet mode. And that oh. means that the driver can't talk to you. They know. And, it, and just allow you to be a passenger. Oh, I must put off a really good uh, aloof vibe because I, they tend to shut up pretty quickly when I, oh, with my one-word answers. You do, uh-huh. for sure. Mm-hmm. Everybody's my, my face is buried on a phone. As of knowing you a bazillion years, you de- you when you don't want to talk, you definitely put off a vibe. And it's yeah. not like rude. It's just... I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk. And you know and you know how I know you're right is because anytime it's my wife and me, oh, it's Yap Fest Central because she doesn't have the ability with her Southern Belle personality oh, she's so sweet. to just, even though she wants to tell them right, to shut up, yeah. she won't. She's like Aww. elbowing me to participate. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. See, I'm, I'm the opposite, especially if I'm going to some, like a destination like Vegas or San Francisco and I'm, I'm taking a lift. I'm a little lifted myself. Mm. So ah. I, am, I am super chatty, trying to get to know everything about this driver. And I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> Best buds. Yeah, I'm always judgy about the drivers because sometimes you get in, you go, I don't know about you. I don't want to have a conversation with you because sometimes it's a creepy older dude mm. and they'll try to spark up a conversation with you because they got nothing else going on. You just want to be left alone. And other times they're super quiet and you go, did I do something? I, I got to check. I got to start a conversation and see where they're at. I've been tracking the smells of uh, the various cars oh. when you get in. Oh, yeah. Everything from a deli what? sandwich to a uh, smoker's uh, gas. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you? <laughs> I haven't gotten puke in a, in a while. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is a thing because uh, I, I don't study personalities, but I am absolutely an introvert extrovert. Like there are times I just do not want to be social. And then there are times I'm totally fine with being social. So it just depends. And sometimes I will want to be social and the driver doesn't. And um, I'm like, super. In your case, we've already diagnosed this. It's called bipolar disorder. <laughs> Next up in the holiday pile, a company is offering a limited edition 12-pack of cookies for Valentine's Day, which will include custom breakup messages. So if you can't do it via text and you can't ghost, you give them a box of cookies. Make sure the cookies are broke. Uh, You can choose uh, the the 12 cookies that you want to give your soon-to-be ex, and they'll include a handwritten breakup note on the inside of the box as well. You can't say anything too spicy. There are four options. It's not me, it's you. Oh, that's oh. a lovely one. You're sweet, but not my flavor. <laughs> I have the hots for your roommate. Oh. Or the really the really big one. We're done. Have a nice life. Ew. Can you get the so it'd be funny to get those delivered to somebody's work. Like if you are planning a breakup and you're like, man, I really want to get at him or her. And you send those to the work with some oh, flowers. Yay. Like, yeah, it looks like in front of everybody, they've got this nice Valentine's display. And then you got the breakup cookie and the note. I, I don't know if I'd describe it as funny. <laughs> I mean, I describe it as hurtful and mean. But that's funny. But it's, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we view that differently. <laughs> yeah, this, this, I, 
this is where oh, Dawn and I are way out of like the younger generation thing. This ghosting thing, this breaking up over texting you thing. You do it in person, and I remember Rob said this a million years ago, and it's it's true. And I I think that this will scare people off even oh, more. Oh, it will. Rob said, okay, you know, well, I don't know. Do you any of you back in the day when you'd prepare for a breakup? <laughs> Whatever you're envisioning and going through your mind, it's going to be a bazillion times worse, and it is. It's one of the few things it, in life that is always oh worse than you expect it to it be. It is, Usually, and it sucks, but you have to do it. We build things up in our minds, doctor's appointments, uh, dentist appointments, and it's never as bad as we think it's going to be. Breakups are always worse. So worse. And, and the oh. biggest mistake people make is they let it go on and on and on. I still, if I, if I win, I think about it Ugh. and remember it. This one dude, Greg, who has since died from alcoholism, and it wasn't me, it was his wife. Whatever, but it was him. He caused himself. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was, that was yeah. a lot of biography that we didn't need about poor Greg. <laughs> Sounded like some guilty conscience. But that guy. No, no, no. I just feel bad if I think about it. When he broke up with me, oh my! It was also right after my father passed away, so oh. I could not handle another loss. That a boy. Oh, I mean, I don't. He did not get out of that house for two hours. <sighs> I mean, it was awful. I mean, I was a basket case because just the th- and and and. I didn't realize at the time. Then as time goes on, you're like, I didn't really even care about him. It was just losing something else in a short amount of time was just too much. Did you utter the phrase, (laughs) how can you do this to me? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, it was the worst. For him, I'm sure it was his worst breakup. I would think. I mean, I hope no one topped me, but you know, I hope he didn't have anything worse than see, that. See, see. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I remember. Oh, poor guy. I remember a girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, came over, and we didn't live together. This was the weirdest thing. We had never lived together, and and yeah. she came over to the house, and I had, you know, when you 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 break up and you kind of start things new, and I had redecorated my house that I owned and never lived with her in. And she came over to get the last of her things because she would stay now and then. Mm, yeah. And she she gives me the – she looks around. She goes, why did you do this to me? I'm like, why did I redecorate my house? And I'm like, God, oh. do, do you know why I broke up with you yet? Jesus oh. Christ, get some self-esteem. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, okay. So maybe maybe the cookies are too much for you in terms of breakup. Here's, here's one where you're not actually targeting the person, but you're still making a point to yourself, I guess. An animal shelter in New Jersey is offering a unique service for Valentine's Day this year. Give them a $50 donation. They'll name a cat after your ex and then neuter it. They'll <laughs> also spay female cute. cats. That's great. That right? is I'm so totally great. in favor. Of that. What I was, love that. I, I, don't, I, I just don't have the story this year. Isn't there like a zoo somewhere where they'll name cockroaches after your boyfriend or <laughs> and, something and, like and that? You oh, feed them to the wow. animals. Oh, that's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I would have loved that. I've had so many cockroaches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Without the roaches. <laughs> Oh, man. Can't. <laughs> Do you get a certificate of some sort saying, like, we named this cat after you? Yeah, they send then... you something. They, they send you something, which you can send, I guess, to your ex or yeah, whatever. That'd be a fun yeah. email to open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, CandyStore.com has come out with their annual popular Valentine's Day candy list. Uh, the most popular candy in America in uh, 14 states, the heart-shaped boxes of chocolate are still the winners. Mm. The heart. Classic. The Except yeah. for the cherry ones. Oh, Ugh. God, those are yeah. so gross. Those should are be they? labeled. Those should be labeled. Th- those should be outlawed. I still haven't had one of those. Yeah, I don't I don't know about outlawing a, <laughs> a candy. We'll let Kyle try it first, and then we'll outlaw it. <laughs> are they really that bad? Because they, just... they look like they could be pretty good. No. No, they, that creaminess with the cherries, disgusting, You know what? Huh? With you, you'll add sriracha sauce and tuna something. You'll, oh, I you'll, don't. You'll kyle it up so it might be good to you. 
<laughs> I don't know about tuna and sriracha, but we'll see. Have you heard this something? time? Yeah, it's, it's chocolate. Mm-hmm. Those dopey conversation hearts are the second most popular Ew. thing. The chalk, the little chalk hearts. Yeah. They're addicting when they're just available in the kitchen <laughs> on the kitchen counter. I'll walk by and just grab a handful. I, I don't know if they, it's they are gross, but I just like to eat them. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, then Hershey's Kisses, M and M's fourth, uh, chocolate roses. Uh, so they do, they broke it down by state. For California, their favorite is Conversation Hearts, and for Nevada, which I don't know why I didn't have this highlighted beforehand. Uh, <laughs> there it is, a heart shaped box of chocolate. Uh, my faves used to be so I used to like very disordered eating. I would deprive myself of anything that would be good, but I'd allow myself on a special occasion. So on Valentine's, I loved. I tell my husband, okay, get me those. I love the heart dove. But it had to be dark chocolate. Dove chocolate. Oh my mm. God. Those, I don't know what it is. They melt in your mouth. They are so good. And the cute little heart shape. But you've grown out of this those. now. If I felt like having it on a Thursday, I'd have one. You know? <laughs> so I found some pre Valentine's Day box chocolates not too long ago at the grocery store. And I was going to give them for my girl. I brought them home, but I opened them because they had caramel in them, and I started Uh-oh. eating them. And then I just played it off like it was a sweet tooth thing. Mm. I was like, "Oh no, no, I got this for us." Oh, <laughs> you just, yeah. just my chocolate. You push them all. You, you push them all together or out more, so it makes it look like the box is still full. Well, mm-hmm. there's the and problem the... is they had little indents in the plastic uh, where the chocolate's laid, so damn. there was no getting away with that. Uh, we just got an email here from Michelle. <laughs> Uh, says, along the lines of what Kyle just said, you could have the breakup cookies just sent to a bitch coworker that you hate, making her think she's been broken up Ooh, with. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, I could imagine that in the past. Listen for the phone call. Yes! What the hell? <laughs> uh, all right, so Valentine's Day tomorrow, and then uh, St. Patrick's Day is your next fake holiday, and then uh, Easter, Costco, which is always way ahead of the game. In fact, I think they should be putting out their Christmas decorations any day now. <laughs> Costco is selling a giant chocolate Easter bunny that is two feet tall and four and a half pounds. Holy cow, is it oh. solid? Thank you. Great question. <laughs> it has gone viral because it costs $64 and it's hollow. Boom. It's hollow. No way. For $64, you better know you cannot be Mm-mm. hollow. Oh. oh, my. I don't care. Oh, it's two feet. No. Yeah, that's, that's disappointing. Still, that, it's just still too much money. Uh, oh. just got this email from Gregory. It says, funny y'all are talking about how to break up with someone. My wife's friend, John, has been friends with Josh for more than 15 years. Recently, over the last few years, Josh has been basically a douche all the time and telling John he is worthless and being a flight attendant is not an actual career. Oh! John just mentioned to my wife that he was going to go out to lunch with Josh to friend breakup with him. Wanted to get your opinion on this because it threw me for a loop. Friend breakup? Personally, if I don't like you, I'm just going to stop talking to you. But that's the ghost method, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just never thought about breaking up with a friend, but I've never had a friend for that length of time. That's the key there. Fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah, that warrants that that warrants a conversation and preferably face to face. I actually respect that. I absolutely respect it. I just I don't know about including a meal. Because I, I, don't want, necessary. I don't want to have a meal with someone I don't want in my life anymore. And where where in the meal are you going to tell him? Yeah. I, and, I, and how uncomfortable does it get as they're bringing you right. your entrees? And and you guys, and, and a friend breakup, how's he going to react? Is this going to turn exactly. into two dudes fighting? Yeah, yeah I don't uh, even know if it's going to turn into a friend breakup. Maybe he wants him to linger there with the dinner. He wants him to like, well, apologize to a certain degree, and that way yeah. they can continue being friends. Yeah, the meal doesn't work. Yeah. Well, no, Where are they going to go eat is really what I want to know. Is it going to be like a wing store, or is it going to be like Ruth's Chris? Right. 
Yes, how much are we investing? Yeah. Money and time. Uh, yeah. Like, it, you, you just meet at a park or, each, or someone's house. I don't know. We're at the gym. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, yeah. a friend breakup, I mean, I that I can justify with a phone call, for God's sakes. I mean, I don't know what the, the personal... But I... I yeah. I don't have a problem with him referring to it but as a friend you breakup. Definitely, at 15 years, you don't just ghost them. No. no. My God. No. You it's can. like we grew apart, whatever it is. And you don't, you know what? Here's the thing, too. I know you probably want to, oh, I don't know. I'm assuming you want to give him the what for. He's always putting this down, always putting that down. I don't know if you have to always point out their wrongs. It, people grow apart, they just become different. Without, you know, listing all the things that are terrible about them. Well, I would prefer that John also spend most of his energy trying to figure out why he's tolerated being told that his career is not really a career and for how long and, you know, do a little introspection on that. Because we always tend to think it's the other person and that the other person is being rude and rotten. But, yeah, why are you accepting it? Anybody and Dawn. The Rob. Anybody and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the <laughs> hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? Got this email, rad at radradio.com. We're doing the holiday pile, talking about Valentine's Day and, and sending cookies to break up with someone or ghosting them. And then somebody wrote in and said, I, I, my wife's got a friend who's having a friend breakup lunch where they've been friends for 15 years and, and John is just going to tell Josh we're not friends anymore. Daniel says, I'm the worst when it comes to breaking up. I am that person that if you treat me like crap, I will take the passive-aggressive approach and just poof, you're gone, and just stop all communication. I won't respond, and you're a stranger to me. But here's what has happened in the past when I have taken that approach. One couple became vengeful. I all of a sudden started getting magazine subscriptions. Yes, that's how old I am. Not just the out type, but the porn type, too. Okay, so he's getting, like, gay <laughs> magazines and porn yeah, magazines. Yeah. yeah. So I believe the letter writer's uh, uh, face-to-face public plan is best to just remove just remove the meal part. Yes, the meal doesn't make any sense, but there is no guarantee when you do it face-to-face that you won't still get a bunch of subscriptions or True. or other embarrassing things sent to you. Well, and that's when you retaliate back. Hopefully you just know who the person is and you get it right. Good, good times. <laughs> that, that's a good way to live. Yeah. It makes it fun, right? Yeah. Uh, that, y- y- there was a time in my life, yes, I would have found that fun. <laughs> uh, Follow-up uh, from uh, Greg who wrote in about John and Josh. He says, thanks for reading my letter. I said the same thing you guys did to my wife. Why a meal? Yeah. It's going to be awkward afterwards, but I, too, respect his wanting to do it in person. I've just never heard of breaking up with a friend and how to go about that. Josh is the is one of the – so Josh is the one who's being broken up with. John's the friend. Uh, Greg says, Josh is one of the worst people I have ever met. Everything about him is wrong. Just like, as Rob would say, he's a Matt Damon type of wrong. Wow, that's really wrong. That's bad. <laughs> the best Yikes. things in life are free. Oh. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees <laughs> with Rose What I want with Rose What I want with Rose Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob Star of Change with Rose What I want with Rose Got an email here from a different Greg who says, uh, I would like to apologize to Ms. Phone Screener. 
I was caller 17 for when Rob's change. Got to be caller 18. And I hope I wasn't too loud when I shouted, damn it, in Aww. your ear. Aww. Caller 18 <laughs> instead is Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Morning. All right, we've had four guesses. People are dancing around it. If you can give us the right amount of money, you win it. Go ahead. Last week after we gave away over uh, $3,400, uh, we uh, we went right back into WinRomp's change, and I said it has something to do with something we've been talking about, and that's right when we were in the middle of uh, all of this dopey numerology that the Swifties were doing online to point out how the number 13 was showing up everywhere, and that's why the, the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl. And then we started demonstrating how stupid it is that you can always you – get you start with the answer, and you can always get there. So uh, the idea here is uh, Travis Kelsey wears jersey number 87, 13 is Taylor Swift's lucky number, and there are two of them because that's what you do. You just make stuff up. So $287.13 is the answer, and we are pressing pause on WinRomp's change. There will not be a game at 930, nor for a few weeks because we need to make room in our daily schedule uh, starting a week from today, next Tuesday. Uh, as most of you know, we are exclusively teamed up with Lotus Communications. They've got uh, a few dozen radio stations. Uh, we're on in Reno and Sacramento, and they've got a bunch of other uh, cities like Tucson and Las Vegas. And we have all teamed up, all of the stations, to give away over $50,000 in cash. Jesus. We're going to give away $2,024 every single weekday starting Tuesday until the end of March. And each each of our stations is going to submit a handful of names every day. One of them gets pulled out, and that's who wins the $2,024. So we've got a head start because we're on two stations. Yeah. All you have to do, starting on Tuesday, is listen for the sound of the cash cow, which is a moo and the toilet flushing. Because you see, the cash cow is filled with money, and it's delivering that day's prize. Ah, oh. okay. See, I, this is like the numerology thing. I had to come up, this is my idea, I had to come up with a way to get a toilet flush in there. Because toilet flushes are just funny. But I was not I was not allowed to name the game. Oh. I was told, okay, we're going to call it Cash Cow. And I went, hmm, how do I do what this? What can I do with yeah. this? So, yeah. pretty easy. So, where does the term <laughs> Cash Cow come from? Because you put money in a piggy bank. Hey, man. It'd be like Cash Pig. Above my pay grade. Okay. As I said, I was told it's called the Cash Cow. I like a Cash Cow. Uh, so, uh, the... <laughs> You'll hear the cash cow. You just have to call us at 888-989-9811. If you're caller 18, you will be one of our day's entries to win $2,024. There Thank is you. a little catch, though. You have to be listening on either 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento or to 104.5 in Reno. If you're listening on our app, if you're watching Rad TV, if you're, if you're listening through the membership site, you will not hear the cash cow. You have to listen on our radio stations in Reno or Sacramento to hear the cash cow and be caller 18. That all starts a week uh, from today. All the rules are posted uh, already, right, Brandon? Correct. Uh, at uh, radradio.com. And now, baby, here's Dr. Rob, the doctor of love. Dr. Rob. By the way, the lead into that is in no way to suggest that we're going to play the cash cow at 6.30 and 9.30. We just have to open up more time. That's yeah. all. That's the best I can tell you at this point. Here's how the Dr. Rob segment works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. Go always right to the doctor. 
rad at radradio.com. Remembering I'm not really a doctor, and you should suck it. Uh, we start with uh, this from a woman who says, call me Anne. Hey, Anne. It's not really her name. See, that's why she says It's call a cute me. name, though. Dear Dr. Rob, I love hearing your opinions when it comes to people and their career. I'm struggling. I was fired in November, and I'm having a hard time moving on. There was a situation that involved accusations from another coworker towards me. My boss believed her, and I was fired. Side note, she ended up quitting the next day. Oh, oh, damn. The accusations were hurtful and completely false, but it was only her and I in the room when it happened, and my boss believed her. I'm struggling. I'm struggling moving on emotionally. I was lead in my position with that company for over three years, and I loved every minute of working there. I was this lady's supervisor, and we had disagreements the whole year she worked there. She was like 20 years my senior, and I don't think she liked taking orders from a younger woman. There was also no investigation done after these accusations were made. I had friends, families I had worked with and had built relationships with, and I truly believe the mission statement and vision of our company. I have been harboring so much resentment for the lady who got me fired. Nope, that's wrong. I'm sad, I'm mad, I miss the people and the job itself. I'm confident in my abilities. I know I will move on career-wise. I'm smart, capable, and college-educated. I know I can get hired, but I hate how much hate I have in my heart. If I think about it, I cry. When I see the company's updates on social media, I cry. Why are you still following them? When I talk to my friends who still work there, I cry. I feel like a hot mess. Thank you, Rob. I love you and your show. Honey bear. Little, little drama queen syndrome going on here. And here's, here's the thing that sticks out for me. You have resentment for the lady who got you fired? No. If you're going to have resentment, have resentment for your boss. And stop being in love with this company. Who I'm taking you at your word here. You were accused of something you did not do, say, whatever. And without any investigation, you were the one who was fired. This ain't no great company. Not if they're putting that person in a position of management. Okay, you missed the people. Um, I, I Stay in contact with the people. I, I, I'm not sure why you're crying just because you're talking to them. Brandon's right. Why are you following this company on social media? You got to cut the cord. I don't know what this connection is, but that's that. Because since you're writing about healing and you don't have any problem about getting hired again, this is some weird emotional attachment that you have to something that does not exist and didn't ever exist. So, oh boy. Okay. Absolutely 100% that would be devastating. And I, I, I know this gets overused, but I do validate you. I validate that when it happened, it sucked. It was hurtful. You felt betrayed. Just all the things. It was a job, you, a career you loved. You loved the people there. You loved your clients. Everything you listed. That is all valid to have emotion about that and to grieve that. Everything else you described is self-imposed. The reason you're a hot mess is you're making yourself a hot mess. You're making it bigger than something that already is big. M mourn it. Don't make it something else. I say this a lot, but you're doing, you're taking it out to dinner. You're bringing it home. You're having sex with it. You are making this thing much, much bigger. On its own, it already is sad and devastating. Live in that and get over that. And quit allowing yourself to be in such a place to where you describe how you are. Come on, if you're all the things that you've described about yourself, you're capable, you know you can move on, then do that. Do that. <laughs> then move on. Be capable. And let me tell you something. I know this is not popular, but it's the truth. 
Having hate in your heart for someone that's done you wrong does not serve you at all. It actually gives them power over you. You've allowed this woman and your boss and this job place to have power over you. There's nothing freeing about that at all. You need to let that go. Yeah, echoing what Don's saying, let it go. And same thing with Brandon. Why are you following them? If you are capable to move on, get a resume going, start applying other places, get those interviews and start feeling better about yourself and just know that you learn from somewhere with toxic people and not to interact with people in that manner as well. Yeah, I, I, I really do want her to recognize that this was not this dream job that she thought it was, as proven by the way this whole situation was handled. Yeah. And when we're talking about grieving, we're usually talking about some form of, of death. And, and while, look, I get it. I get loving your job, loving your career. Three months of this is a little much for me. It Usually is. it's like, hey, take all the time you need to grieve the loss of your parent, your dog, whatever. Three months over being wrongfully fired with no investigation. I, I well, and, and see, that brings up a little bit of a, another dark thought. What did she really do? What was she accused of? And does she feel bad about that, knowing that she may be possibly messed up? And she's just trying to say, like, oh, no, everybody else is toxic and blamed me for the problems. And, and you know, now I'm really upset about it because she didn't learn her lesson. And if she's if she's that delusional, that's a whole other problem. Because now she's lying to herself. She's lying to us. And, I mean, that's, that's another level of... of Toxicity. Isn't that a way of coping, though? Like, way of, like, like I didn't do anything wrong. Feel good for me. Yeah, Feel but it's, for me, sorry. it's still delusional. Okay. Her, I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, the accusations were hurtful and completely false. I mean, hello, if she, if she honestly believes they were false, she's cuckoo. Okay. <laughs> so if it's not any of that, and it's the aforementioned, let me, let me put it into action for you what it looks like, what I, what I had said earlier. This is what it looks like when you're honoring your feelings about something that happened to you that was very upsetting. You do that. Maybe you're in the morning. You take a few moments to cry about it, to be bummed about it. And then you go about your day with action to be able to move forward. Maybe when you get home at night, you're crying again. I don't know. My point is, is your life doesn't stop. This whole thing of when something, unless we're talking about... When we are talking about this specific, your life doesn't stop. This that happened to you does not equal uh, you holding on to it this long. It's you still live your life. You still actively are pursuing to get over this and taking action to move forward while sometimes still feeling a certain way about it. You you have to do that. And in in addition Uh, to not following this company on social media, which uh, is just it's back to the dawn thing, you're you're you're. You're submitting yourself to this. Yes. When you talk to people that work there, make sure they're not talking about work. That's not going to – are they really your friends? No. Like, so, I mean, if they're your friends, then talk to them about friend stuff. Tell them, I don't want to hear about the office. I'm not part of it anymore so that you don't submit you, yourself to this. You, you need to reach a point where you're like, thank God that happened because, honestly, right. I don't want to work anywhere that my boss doesn't believe me. <laughs> Really? You don't know my character? You don't know who I am? I've been here three years? Screw you then. Yep. And it sounds like uh, the phrase, like, one door closes, mm-hmm. another one opens. This one's slammed in your face. There's some, There's another door open somewhere. Go find it. Yeah, yes. start walking towards it at least. Yes, mo- move forward. All right. Another uh, please don't use my name woman. Hey, woman. Says, uh, I met someone on a dating app, and immediately we vibed, even through texts and whatnot. He has been completely honest and open with me since day one. He didn't believe we would work as a couple due to the fact that I have young children and children are not his thing, which is completely understandable. Red flag. However, oh my. 
Which one? If he's going on a date with her and he knows that she has kids and he's like, I don't know if it's going to work out. I mean, then he's still continuing to go out on a date with her. That's kind of a red flag, don't you think? I don't think it's a red flag. I think it's a person that's trying to see if they can get out of their comfort zone. Maybe he didn't know until the date. Yeah. That or they just want to be friends with Benny's. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, 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 And I appreciate that he tells her up front. Because she doesn't have to go on the date. Yeah, see, I'm thinking he's lingering on a little bit, knowing the fact. So far with what you've read. Maybe I should get more than two sentences in. Yeah, so far from what you've read, I'm hearing someone who's like, you know what? I'm not really into kids. I should let her know that. But I'm intrigued by this person. Let me see. There's nothing wrong with that. I met someone on a dating app immediately with I, even through text and whatnot. He has been completely honest and open with me saying about children or not his thing. However, we clicked so well that we both agreed we'd love to be friends. Since then... We've been hanging out a lot and talking every day. The past three weekends have been spent with him. He's an amazing person. And the more I associate and be friends with him, the more my non-platonic feelings grow for him, and it sucks. I know we will never be together on a romantic or sexual level. I even helped him get the courage to talk to a girl that he is into, and I'm happy for him. This girl seems like his perfect match. Unfortunately, it hurts me. Being friend-zoned with someone you have fallen for is crappy. How do I move forward? Obviously, I am going to respect his wishes and not try to pursue anything romantically, but it kind of hurts just being his friend. I have the urge to just walk away from the friendship altogether, but on the other hand, I don't want to lose him as a friend. He really is a great person, even on a, fr- <clears throat> excuse me, even on a friend level. He's showed up for me more this past month than some of the friends I've had for years. I don't want to lose that, but emotionally it's hard. Seeing how amazing of a person he is, but knowing he will never be my person is disheartening. Um, well, I mean, this is kind of similar to the last letter in, in that you're, you're kind of submitting yourself to this. And I, 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 people like, I don't know that I believe this, but people like to say you can't control your feelings. I've never really landed on whether or not I believe that, but you clearly have them for him. And I think you're kind of stuck here either accepting those feelings and telling him, I think maybe how you feel and, and. And either walking away or seeing if he can help. I don't know. This is a really weird thing that, you, again, you're submitting yourself to this. Um, you know what? I, I'm not going to say this applies to every single situation because that's absurd. However, in general, yes, feelings are fleeting. You absolutely can control them. You can choose to feel a certain way or not, depending on the situation. Okay? Of course, if you called or emailed and gave me one, you know, circumstantially. But overall, where we start and land. You can say to yourself, is this one of those situations? Yeah. What I'm not really sure on is, did you allow him to become your friend because you were hoping it would turn Mm. into something else? Or is he really just your friend? Because it it doesn't sound like he's just your friend. To her. But it sounds like he definitely thinks we're just friends. So I... I do understand, and I'm not... I've been there a couple times, and you know what ended up happening is that person was actually this happened when I was in high school. There was a dude that we hung out all the time, and like I obviously I wanted to date him, but then I really started realizing after time, and I know it hasn't happened to you yet that no, actually I enjoy his friendship, and he's kind of a dirtbag to girls. I know that's not your case, but <laughs> it's like 
um, even the second time I'd, I was a roommate with a dude and I thought, oh, it would lead somewhere. No, we're actually just supposed to be friends. And when he got together with someone that was the better person for him and I had to eventually slowly let those feelings go away. So what I'm saying to you is it is very possible for you to allow those feelings to die and just focus on the friendship and everything that you love about that and, and just come to acceptance and be okay with that acceptance that he's not going to be more and be happy for the friendship. Over time, those feelings can go away. I personally experienced that. I'm sure other people have. I hope it does with you. If it doesn't, at some point then, you need to quit torturing yourself. I mean, I would love to know more about this girl's background too. Mm. Because here's a question. Why do you want someone who doesn't want you? Yep. I, I, how, how low... I mean, I'm sorry to get really psychological on you, but how low are you? Do you know what I actually think it is, maybe, is that she's a single mom, and I'm thinking, you, you know, that it's hard to find... Well, being a single person, it's hard to find a good person. <laughs> then you add children in the mix, and it's hard to find someone who would want to accept that. And so here's this good guy, right? Mm. Here's this good guy who could be all those things, except he doesn't accept the kids. So it could really just be that, because it is hard to find quality people. Yeah, I think I don't even think you should probably still remain friends with him at this time. I think you should break up with him at like a friend breakup, like we were talking about in the last <laughs> few segments. Um, you're going to feel really terrible when he is dating that other girlfriend. You guys are still friends. And, you know, if he's talking about that girl in front of you, you're going to get upset. He's going to be like, what's wrong? Why are you acting weird? Aren't we friends? And you're going to have all this resentment and hate in your heart. And that's going to cause a ton of toxic um, scenarios that are going to happen for you. And really, you just you're going to you can find another guy out there. I know there's a bunch of good dudes out there in the world. Yeah, but this is a friendship. And to find a good friendship, a lot of people will tell you that's hard to find. Well, then let's and, make and, it a good friendship. OK, yeah. let's mm -hmm. let's return the favor. He was completely honest with her. He was. She got to do that. And maybe take a little bit of Kyle's advice. Maybe she needs to say to him, look, I know what you said from the very beginning. I'm having trouble with my feelings for you. I, I need just, I need some time away. We're, I still, we're great friends. And I just need some time of not being around you and talking to you. And, and, and as soon as I get through these feelings, we'll, we'll reconnect. I mean, that's a real friendship. It that's is. That's some pretty and transparent I, stuff. I don't disagree with that. But I also feel like this is something she could learn to let go. Focus on the friendship. Quit making it about you. Right. And I, you, I, yes, you know? I, I agree with that entirely. But I, I do maybe Kyle's tactic of getting some space for a little bit will totally. help her do that. Look, yep. And yep. I'm, I'm probably projecting here, but I personally couldn't be friends with somebody I had a crush on knowing they were dating somebody else. And I've, I've been in that situation before, and I've had to be honest, been like, hey, I actually have feelings for you. I can't hang out with you if we're going to go out somewhere and you're going to bring the guy that you have a crush on. It makes it so awkward, and it's just it's the worst feeling in the world. You don't want to live the life like that. I do kind of want to go back to where you started uh, when you jumped the gun on us there, Kyle, with the I red flag I do apologize. Thing for that yeah well, no, be, no. but 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 i wonder how and when it did come up that that he right away says i get the way she writes it oh you have a kid well we'll never work i mean was he being honest did he not have a connection or a spark with her is he i mean that's such a weird it's it's a weird thing out of nowhere to say uh, i know i can't be with you because you have kids okay you're on a dating app are you not in any way checking this stuff out in the beginning yeah that um, automatically from my point of view and i'm thinking um, a heterosexual male point of view that means i don't want to date you i just want to have fun with you and get yeah. get get the, the 
the, the, the uh, stuff I want. <laughs> I thought I heard you read that it was made clear up front, but they decided to go out on a date anyway. I met someone connected. on a dating app and immediately revived, even through text and whatnot. He has been completely honest and open with me since day one. He didn't believe we would work as a couple due to the fact that I have young children. However, we clicked so well that we both agreed we'd love to be friends. Yeah. I, you can take that in a variety of ways. And, and, and I mean, I'm taking it literal, like since day one. Then, <laughs> okay, then lesson learned for her. Don't don't do this to yourself. If 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 he literally because you this could happen again. Yeah. If he literally tells you that. Yeah, this isn't really cool, and I'm not what I'm going to say is not popular. Oh boy. Here we it's, go. Yeah, well, this is what happened. He's like, oh, she's a single mom. Oh, she really likes me. I'm going to tell her I don't want to play stepdad. I just want to sleep with her. And now I know that she really likes me. And I can keep her on the side while she gets me other girlfriends that don't have kids. He's toxic, there, to be honest. That's kind of messed up. There are dudes that would do that. I, I, whether or not her, her, her radar is functioning right, we don't know. Because that's absolutely a hack that guys would use. Um, so, I mean, the way she describes him as a friend, he seems to be a really good friend and was honest with her up front. I, I'm curious with her that you're on a dating app, not a find a friend app. <laughs> you're on a dating app, and this dude said he doesn't do children, but you went out with him anyway. Why? Were you looking for a friend? But it was a dating app, so I'm, I'm confused. Maybe you need to ponder on that yeah and maybe or maybe write us back and flesh this out a little bit when did yeah. the kid thing come up why did you decide to go down this road etc dr rob <laughs> is not a real doctor he only plays a doctor on the radio most of the time he's full of crap you can write to the doctor rad at radradio.com we're gonna play treble trouble right now you're gonna win a one month membership to rad tv and members.radradio.com if you're already a member we extend you by an extra month and then you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of top tier tickets to see sticks at the hard rock live sacramento including one winner We'll snag upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. For Treble Trouble, you get a three-second song clip. You have to tell us the title of the song, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title... Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> drop us everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. Three hours from now, it'll be the Mixed Picks uh, sports show on uh, Rad TV, members.radradio.com. Uh, also on the uh, Rad Radio app and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. And after that, Tech to You Tuesday, because it's Tuesday. Uh, Ian from Tech to You uh, will do another hour of tech news, including new computers that are being sold on Amazon that already have viruses on them. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. Uh, he's going to talk about a new form of credit card skimming and scams, and uh, he's going to tell you how to avoid it. And he shows a video of a Samsung contracted tech purp uh, purposely. So this is a, 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 a Samsung con contracted person, so somebody that works for Samsung, mm -hmm. okay? Oh, okay. Who is purposely damaging a customer's TV to void its warranty. Oh, good. Whoa. Yeah. So, I, yeah. He'll, what? He's, oh, holy He's got hell. the video of it I, that leaked out. I guess he's going to talk about it and get through all that. Kyle, was that you? Yeah. It wasn't me. No. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like I'd do it, though. So, Tech to You Tuesday, right after the sports show at 11 a.m. Oh, uh, all of it on uh, Rad TV and all of our other platforms. Let's get to Treble Trouble. Treble Trouble, Treble Trouble. 
Trouble, you get a 30-day membership to uh, members.radradio.com and Rad TV, and you're qualified for the grand prize drawing coming up next week to win uh, one of 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, and one winner will snag upfront tickets to the show. All the tickets are great, uh, but upfront is like front five, maybe center row. That we're still, it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a contrived definition of me just telling you great seats. <laughs> uh, the show is February 27th. All right, caller 18, Andrew, you'll guess first. Hello. Uh, good morning. Uh, good, morning. good morning. Will, you're caller 19. <laughs> What's up, Brad? What's up? And Heather, you're caller 20. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Looking for a 1987 rock song. I, I would never. I never qualified this as a rock song. Yeah. I, this was always a top 40 song. Oh, really? Okay, so on, on the Googles it says it's rock, and I thought the same thing. No. I was like, eh. Is yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, it was like it was a number one hit too, and on the on the mainstream, you know, top forty charts. But whatever. I, it, it, it's like award shows when they're like heavy metal and they include Journey or something. Yeah. It's yeah. So exactly. Weird. Wasn't it? What, what's the famous one? Didn't Jethro Tull win Heavy Metal Band of the Year? Wasn't that the the really weird one? Uh, <laughs> Andrew, what's the title of that song? With or without you. Scope up, and he suddenly goes. He had to hide in the bathroom at work. Um, <laughs> well, my boss can't know that I'm playing contest. Somebody heard Andrew. Is that you? Andrew? Or he needed to go really bad. Oh, lovely. Yes, you two is with or without you. Two more chances for you to win coming up at 8 and 9 a.m. Bottom of the hour during our next commercial break, if you're watching us on Rad TV, rather than the sights and sounds of what's going on in the studios, you will get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? We've got my dog, Walter, in the house. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing it's not smell-o-vision because he is gassy today. Oh, oh no, is, no. Uh, is he going to actually perform? Because he's been striking lately, I've noticed. We'll, we'll see how if I can get him up and about. <laughs> we had, like, the shortest canine cam, was it last week, where it you, you did like 30 seconds and then you told me, yeah, Walter's not into it. I'm no, like, he, he didn't even lift his head. Like, I normally am able to rouse him up a little bit and he like does a yawn or whatever, but he didn't even do that. He was just out. Do, do you, you know what? Treats? Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Does he have treats? Because I know he gets up for treats. Mm. He does have treats. <laughs> but it's kind of like that, that fireplace that people put on their screen around the holidays. Oh, just yeah. Just watching a dog laying there. A Yule dog. <laughs> for like 10 minutes. I, people, I don't think they'd complain. Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam uh, coming up bottom of the hour. Least surprising announcement yesterday, Super Bowl 58, was the most watched television event in history, according Jeez. to preliminary ratings that were released yesterday. We'll get the full data today, and that's when... So, because we live in this world where everything has to be right now, and, and tell me right now, endless speculation over something we'll have the answer to this afternoon. We, could, we couldn't just wait one day. We had to write all these articles about whether or not this is a Taylor Swift effect or an NFL effect. We'll know that today when we get to see whether or not the ratings in Taylor Swift's demographic, women under the age of 30 primarily, have shot through the roof. 
If so, then yes, that's the Taylor Swift effect. Good for her. Why don't we just sit around and wait till this afternoon instead of yeah. writing an endless article speculating as to whether or not it is or isn't related to her? How do the ratings work based on how long you watch the Super Bowl, or is it like it's just on in general? It's both. It's both, okay. And in fact, um, so last year, just to give you an idea, last year, 115 million people on average were watching the Super Bowl. This year... 123 and a half million. But the big number to Kyle's question is a total of 202 and a half million people, this is in America, watched part of Super Bowl 58 across all platforms. So they give you they give you the the this is the average number of people watch the whole game, but at some point almost 203 million people were tuning into the game. Well, they were doing, you know, pre-show Super Bowl coverage and some of the vignettes they showed were like fathers who were now able to watch football this season with their daughters because now they want to watch and any game it doesn't even have to just be the chiefs game now now they yep. can like sit there and they're having like this fun of course they're rooting for the chiefs and they want to see taylor and they're doing all that but in general they're able to have a you know football sundays with their kids that was girls. I, I i i have the tv on at like 6 a.m because that's when pregame stuff starts on the <laughs> nfl network yeah I, I kind of go in and out, but that was the only vignette that they did that I actually stopped and paid attention to because I thought it was a really cool thing. It is. It's so sweet. I love you it. Know, finally, dads can spend time with their dumb daughters <laughs> and actually it. have fun oh watching God. football. Are they don't they? have to pretend that they're having a tea party with stuffed animals. Or are they having fun because they still have to explain the rules? Yeah. They're That's like, the fun. Oh. They're used to it with their wives, probably. But you, but, okay, mm. but you want to explain it to them, <clears throat> right? Like, you want to teach them. Just if, like you would have to your boys. If they're the one out of five men who actually wanted to be a dad, oh, yes. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Taylor Swift, we got this email, rad at radradio.com, uh, who says, uh, on Sunday we watched the game with six young Swifties. Jesus. <laughs> Every time she showed up on the screen, they screamed, Taylor! Oh, that is so <laughs> Like they are her best friends. On a side note, uh, we were playing, the adults were playing that game, Take a Shot, when Swift's face showed up on the screen. Needless to say, we were wasted before the halftime show. Yeah, so I had two Swifties at my house oh, boy. for Super Bowl Sunday. Um, uh, my stepdaughter, who's nine, and her friend, and they're both Swifties, and they lasted probably about five minutes at the beginning of the game until they were bored because oh. they weren't showing Taylor enough. Uh, so they ended up just yeah. going upstairs, and then we tried to bring them back down to watch Usher, and they were like, no, this is boring too. <laughs> oh. There, there was a stage set up somewhere with Allegiant Stadium where they were having different artists play, right? It wasn't in the stadium, but it looks like it was outside of it. Anywho, huge crowd, and they were saying they were Chiefs fans, but um, the, there was red everywhere. It could be either. The right. point is, there were so... It was crowded on the floor and then up top, all these people, and without the music, they are singing a Taylor Swift song in Jesus. unison, Whoa. super loud. Wow. So I'm thinking the Taylor effect's probably pretty huge this year. You know, it's it's. <laughs> oh there's probably not an opening for this now that the season has ended, and by the time it starts again in September, this won't be what it is now. Because yeah. to the point of uh, of Brandon's uh, daughter and friend, it, how long would it have been if this would have started sooner in the season before we got the Taylor cam? Like streaming somewhere else, like they do with golf. Like when they have golf tournaments, you can go to a, a channel where they have like four boxes, or you can follow Tiger Woods only. Mm. They set up something different on a, on one of their streams, the NFL Network, whatever, or a box where you can go 
and all you see is Taylor the whole time. Oh. Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> wouldn't have gotten the same effect had the Chiefs lost like in the playoffs and didn't escalate all the uh, way up yeah. to the big game yeah. because we're, no. they're not going to be able to see Taylor at the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm, now now we're all talking about this and Brandon explaining his experience with his stepdaughter and her friend coming over and being Swifties and not being interested in the game anymore because they weren't <laughs> showing up Taylor. I'm really upset that I didn't watch Nickelodeon's broadcast because I know oh. they're making it more kid-friendly yeah. and I'm wondering how much they focused on mm. Taylor Swift because I didn't catch that. And I'm like, if I was a kid and I was a little girl, I'd be all over the Nickelodeon thing if they were doing the Taylor Swift um, cam on it as well. I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm not a Swifty. I, I, I'm indifferent to her. I like her. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I had a point at which I was like, ooh, is she at the game yet? <laughs> I want to see. In this pre-show, ooh, it's getting closer. They're showing people that are there. Uh, hello? If I'm having that thought, for that split moment. <laughs> now that now that we've talked it through, I mean, if they make it through the summer, there, there may be a Taylor cam come September when this starts on some on some network, Nickelodeon, this whatever. So why did they bring that Ice Spice lady in? Because she was in there with Taylor Swift. Was there any effect of everybody trying to watch her? Was there any announcement that she was coming? I, just I feel like that was last minute. I just think they're friends. Yeah, they're just friends. Oh, okay. Part of the her her never-ending entourage. entourage. Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. And oh, Ice man. Spice is trash, by the way. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> Taylor, what are you doing, Yeah, girl? that's a bad yeah, look. Yeah, cut that one loose. Maybe that was a favor to somebody. I don't know, man. Ugh. Did you see the, the, the meme that's gone viral of uh, the Kardashians uh, booth? They're they're sweet. They're all bored to tears. They're all their phone, and it's not just the Kardashians. They have all sorts of guests in there and other celebrities. They are, and and I mean, remember the first half of that game. If you're not a Niner or Chiefs fan, was boring as hell. And I don't know when that picture was taken, but it's gone viral. Yeah, yes, yes, and maybe they were bored by the game. However. Uh, I view them as very boring people. I would never want to go anywhere oh, with them. Snap. Anytime they show them on their show, they don't look like fun, which is fine. <laughs> but it, it, they're not they're not who I'd want to go to the Super Bowl with. Even if the game was boring, you make it fun. Uh, like Taylor was doing her shots or whatever she was. I mean, you you look. I mean they them sitting there that's exactly how I envision them. Uh, there, I don't have. To death. I don't have a lot of knowledge of the Kardashians, <laughs> other than I can tell how vapid they are. Uh, they didn't want to yeah. be at the Super Bowl. They were there to be seen. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Like, do they they know anybody on the teams? I'm guessing they probably know them, but are they related no. to somebody? Are any of the Kardashian girls mm-hmm. dating one of the players no. of any sorts? No. 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 You know what it is? They're the Kardashians, and they have to be seen. And they are thinking, people are going to wonder, are we at the Super Bowl? We are big enough. It's their egos. We're the Kardashians. We should be at the Super Bowl. Right. There are celebrities Uh. that are there because they love football. There are celebrities that are there because maybe they know some of the players. And then there are the the Kardashians crowd, where they're just there to be there. It's like Uh. like the club, right? It's the place to be seen. So they were basically giving themselves a commercial for whatever they're doing. They didn't want to pay the advertisement to be on a commercial, so they got a box instead. I don't even know if they're on that. They just want to be seen. They have to be in the know. Right. They need to learn JOMO, joy of missing out. (laughs) That family has the biggest FOMO on the planet. Oh, God. Uh, according to a survey that asked about uh, the Taylor Swift effect on the Super Bowl, again, we'll get the actual rating numbers later today uh, in terms of do we see a huge spike in her demographic. 20% of people who watched the Super Bowl in this survey said they were rooting for the Chiefs solely because of Travis Kelsey's relationship with Taylor Swift. <laughs> now, what's interesting about that is, remember, it tracks with that survey a couple weeks ago of registered voters who said 
20% of them would vote for whoever Taylor Swift tells them to for president yeah. in it's November. Like, it's like Jesus. <laughs> I mean, to what out of five people? <laughs> yeah. It's tracking, yep. And she, you know what? She can she, she can be so cute and endearing. There's a t- on her TikTok that's going around where Travis is partying with her parents. <laughs> and like any of us, right? She's got, she's like, oh, and she's showing them, right? How she's just like, oh my God, really? <laughs> my parents are partying with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 81% of the people in this Super Bowl survey said they paid attention to the game. 20% said they paid little or no attention. 82% of Super Bowl watchers said they watched the halftime show. Uh, Super Bowl commercials in this survey that were the favorites. Number one was the Duncan spot with Ben Affleck. Love. Followed by the Budweiser Clydesdale ad, which didn't show up on any of the survey. And I thought that was a really good one this year. I loved it. But you know what? Honestly, it was better in the video. I feel like they shortened it up a little bit when they finally Mm. showed it during the Super Bowl. I didn't see it on the Super Bowl. I saw it on the internet before. I haven't looked into this, so I don't know if it's true or if it was just... Okay. Mm. Backtrack. Um, Kate Hudson. She... Wait, is that... Is that... um, What's her name? Not Meg Ryan. Goldie Hans. Christ. Right, that is right, Kate Hudson. Yes. Okay, I follow. I follow her on Insta, and there was a, so the dog that was with the Clydesdale. It's a yellow lab, and so this could be that they just have a yellow lab that looked like him, or that was actually their yellow lab that was put in that commercial, because mm. on her Insta they're like, "Oh, good boy, you did a good job," and everyone's like, "Love it on him. Look, you're on the screen," and it could be taken either way that it was because they were like, "Oh, he's the real star in the family." Or it was just a dog that looks like their dog. So this is a completely unconfirmed <laughs> non-story with no context. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one or the other. It just made me think of it. That's all. Most things usually are one or the other. <laughs> is Kate Hudson hot? Not anymore. Aww, She's adorable. Boo. Uh, so uh, favorite uh, commercials in this survey, the Duncan Spot, the Budweiser Clydesdales, uh, BMW with uh, Christopher Walken. Yes. Good one. And uh, State Farm's Arnold Schwarzenegger commercial. Oh, my God. Love. Okay, all good ones. Uh, least favorite Super Bowl commercials. Well, we know where this comes from. The Bud Light commercial with Peyton Manning and Post Malone uh, was number one. And the Booking.com commercial with Tina Fey, that was a swing and a miss. It made no sense. That was awful. Uh, We got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com from Alec. Hey, Alec. Uh, Kyle brought up the Nickelodeon broadcast. Says the meme going around for the Nickelodeon broadcast is that they showed Travis Kelsey when they were showing the players. And instead of saying his name was Travis Kelsey, they would say, that's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. He's good at football. <laughs> so See? They, yeah. were, they were pandering. Here's a couple of goofy emails that came in after the show. Now, this one, I thought what I thought at first when I saw it was, oh, yeah, we didn't mention that one. I guess it just didn't really land for any of us. But that's not – I thought she was saying, why didn't anyone mention this commercial? <clears throat> but when you read it, that's not what she's saying. Deborah says, why wasn't there any Dorito commercials Sunday during the Super Bowl? Uh, there, there were. Uh, there was one. There were. The Jenna Ortega yeah. one, right? Brother, what are they called? The Dorito... Da, Dinamite or whatever Dinamites. it was? Yeah, yeah, that was the Doritos commercial for... And it was long. Super Bowl. Yeah, which tells you how bad it was. It was like, oh my God. Yeah, it. it wasn't good. It, it's an odd question. Well, only... I mean... I mean, if you're so, I don't know anything about this woman, obviously, Deborah. If you're a fan of the Super Bowl, you know Doritos does a commercial every year during the Super Bowl. I think they're 12 oh, years running. Okay, fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Sorry, girl. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay. maybe um, she heard us talking about it and just missed it or yeah. something. I don't know. I, yeah, no, that, you know what? I, 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 no, no. It's it's what you said before. Th- they have been known to do some silly commercials, and maybe that's all that yeah. was. I was thinking of who sits around and thinks their product didn't have a commercial. I think for you, like it would it would be like. 
no Clydesdales? What, what happened? Oh, that hell kind of yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, then Shannon had this one, speaking of, said, did I miss it or was there not a horsey commercial? You, you missed it. You there, missed yes, it. There, there was definitely a, was. There was a horsey uh, commercial, <laughs> yes. I, I missed the horsey commercial, too. I didn't see it. So when you guys were all talking about it, I'm like, damn it, how did I miss that? I missed a few of them. And I loved when they were showing in the pregame because there's a, I forget the name of it, but there's a casino in Vegas that also has an arena and, and a stable and all of that. And they had the, the Clydesdales actually walking through the casino. It was so <laughs> awesome. I was like, oh, my God, I would have loved to have been there. And my, now my understanding of that is it wasn't, it's not the Clydesdales. Because this is where they're making a bet. They have them actually walk up to the sports book and, quote, make a bet in the. I didn't see that part. I don't know. I, I just assumed they were the Clydesdales because it was a Clydesdale and it was walking through the casino. Because I saw, I actually, I was going to, I had that story and then I went, oh, it's just a Clydesdale. They do it every year ah, at this casino. Okay. All right. And so, so if it's the same story, but either way, yeah. uh, Clydesdales are Clydesdales. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Catherine wrote in and said, the dog does belong to Goldie Hawn. Okay. Oh my- Cool. Okay, you guys have to look at that video. No, no, I don't have to do anything, really. <laughs> another case of nepotism in Hollywood. Yep, another nepo baby, the damn Labrador. Uh, Derek wrote in and said, I actually didn't mind every time they showed Taylor Swift because Blake Lively was next to her, and every time they showed her, I let out a Rob-style hello. <laughs> she is adorable. Is I that, love Blake Lively. Is she wearing the gold chain around? I thought that was Brittany Mahomes. That's the other blonde girl standing next to Taylor. How do you not know who Blake Lively is? I've never heard of Blake Lively. I You've thought never? you guys said the name. I thought it was a dude at first. Apparently, it's a chick. It's Ryan Reynolds' wife. <laughs> okay. Oh my! God. I'm just not in the know. It's just not on my gossip. map. I'll have to do some ah. Google Cave stuff. Gossip girl? Yep. No oh. idea. What the hell's a gossip girl? What? So I know the I know the ah. show, but the show, not a movie, right? Gossip girl. Show. No. Oh I, my I, God, Blake! Lively's I would not the know best. Blake Lively if I was if she was on fire and I was putting her out by beating her over the head with a salami stick. What? Who names a girl Blake? Oh my God! Oh Jesus! Speaking of the uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercial uh, on Super Bowl Sunday featuring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and the only person that's in the commercial I didn't hate, Tom Brady, <laughs> where they crash into J Lo's recording session wearing those outlandish orange tracksuits. Loved it. And they're introducing their band, the Dunn Kings. <laughs> those tracksuits sold out online in 19 minutes. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. That uh, as did the matching pink bucket hats, which are out of stock. Duncan says they are in the process of restocking. Any updates on the sunglasses? Because those purple oh. sunglasses oh. look really cool. They, yeah. don't, they don't mention that. Oh, my God. Oh. The whole outfit. Halloween costumes. Woo-woo. It's just Ooh. everyday wear. Yeah, yeah this will last until Halloween. I was just going to say, will we forget? Someone will be like, what are you wearing? Great outfit for tomorrow night for your Valentine's Day. Ooh, yeah. Do that. Yeah, do it while it's hot. <laughs> Uh, Logan wrote in and said, I think I maybe missed it, but wasn't there supposed to be an Oreos commercial with Kris Jenner where yeah. she was supposed to announce uh, with Oreo? It was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was a UFO it. commercial. Yeah, it was on there. Yeah, yeah it was. Te- oh, maybe that's why they were at this. No, they were still at the Super Bowl to get noticed. Oh, yeah, of course. Not just because of that. It was an awful commercial. It, 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 it was a star laid. There's always celebrities at the Super Bowl, but because it was Vegas, it was so celebrity heavy. Um, this is from Jeffrey. I like that Kyle was excited to see the flyover. It seemed to be AI generated. Did you feel the same? 
Oh, no. No, I thought Eagles. it was real. It was not AI generated. I didn't feel that way. What? Me neither. Yeah. These are some very weird emails. People are missing commercials. They think the Jets but are see, AI. We don't huh. know what's AI and real anymore. Because Kyle had said last week that, that that's your favorite part. That's a, Yeah, it's just the best emotional feeling inside of the game. Like when Aww. people score, I don't really care. But when the Jets fly over, it's like, I'm like, God damn, I'm proud to be an American. Did it, and did that. it still have that effect even though you thought, because it was right after the national anthem, Reba was too twangy. Did she it, was too twangy. Yes, it was a little bit of a I, I thought for sure I was going to call my cousin up for a good time after she sang. But oh did the Jets bring you back though? The Jets did bring me okay. back because it was cool looking seeing them all fly over and the smoke trails come off of them. Yeah. I was like, that's bad. Yeah, it was a good flyover. The moment I always love and it did not happen this year is when they'll show um, some of our troops that are overseas and the crowd goes crazy for them and n- silence. Silence. If I had been the one singing the national anthem, I probably would have stopped and go, what the hell's wrong with you people? Cheer for them. Did they did they show them during the national anthem? Absolutely. You should not. No, you don't cheer then. That's so disrespectful. But they but they do. I'm just saying well, in the not, past they have. Well, then bravo we, to Las Vegas. We're respectful all of a sudden. I doubt Thank it. God. I mean uh, that's 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 ridiculous. I look at it more as they just, they just don't even care. Of course you do because you have to create that uh, narrative. They shouldn't be cheering if anything during the national anthem. But they do every year. Well, I I don't recall that, board. and they shouldn't. I, that's that is so disrespectful to the national maybe anthem. Maybe it's after the national anthem. Whenever it is, whenever it is, I could have that wrong. No one cheered. Well, but if okay, but if it's during the national anthem, that's good. If it wasn't shown during the national anthem, because I don't remember, I, I remember seeing the troops. I don't remember when it was. Then if nobody cheered, we could have something right? to it talk was about. Silence. Do you remember that? I don't know. No, I don't. So oh. that's why I think maybe oh, it was during the national anthem. I do. I and everybody for, should shut up. Then. I listen for that. All of a sudden, they're quiet. Okay, listen, I'm, I am I hear you that they should have never been cheering. The point I'm making is, though, why do they stop now? All of a sudden, we become respectful of it. Right? I don't recall it being done during the national this, anthem. This is what I need hmm. to know. Or I would have probably been bitching about this for this years. This is what I need <laughs> to know. Uh, we have Dawn's husband uh, on the line for some reason. Hello, Gary. <laughs> Gary! What's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm just sitting here. The dude that's saying i think it was ai generated like dude do a little research man there's two different videos at least out there one from the pilot's perspective flying over the stadium no. there's also one from the team that sets up the flyover to time it perfectly for the national anthem it's just like it's so easy to go and find that stuff out there well that's work and and yeah. plus you know yeah. everybody wants to believe everything's made up <laughs> yep. i'm guessing our letter writer had a crappy reception for his tv and it glitched <laughs> out during that moment he's like it's ai generated see see it's fake the nfl's rigged ai generated <laughs> that's the world we live in oh, for sure love you baby uh steven just wrote in and said no we oh my god so uh um why did blake lively come up because she's in the booth with oh. Taylor. That's one of Taylor's best friends. Yeah, and I don't know who she is. Right. right. And, and she I was, had a gold chain. I was oh. asking if it was that one because I didn't know what – because I saw two things. That's I right. thought it was Brittany Mahomes, but then I was like, that one oh. looks a little cuter than Brittany Mahomes. And Brittany Mahomes, I think, was wearing a different outfit, so I didn't know well, who this other blonde chick was. And Brittany Mahomes was not in their suite. No, they had their own family yeah, suite. Yeah, oh, their own family. Good. Um, yeah, so Steven says the blonde girl next to Taylor is Ice Spice. We no. Already, no, we already talked about she's that. Not. There's more than one person that was in the suite. Sweet with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Ice Spice has clown hair. Yes, uh, we, we all know who Ice Spice is. <laughs> Kyle's going to go Google what Blake Lively looks like now. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.
Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. Got some emails, R-A-D at radradio.com. First one is from Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Uh, Dawn was talking about uh, one of the pregame features they did was how uh, dads across America are watching football with their daughters now. Love it. The daughters want to see Taylor Swift. Uh, Tyler says, Dawn is absolutely correct. My youngest daughter is a huge Swifty along with my wife. I'm a diehard Packer fan, and my youngest is a Packer fan too now. She also likes the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift, of course. (laughs) But either way, my wife and my youngest daughter are all about watching football, or at least letting me have it on without complaining. And my little one will actually sit and watch some of it with me, so it's pretty cool, actually. It's new, and I'm not complaining at all. That's so sweet. It's it's always nice to hear from one one out of five dads that love being a dad. Stop it. weird. He sounds like a nice guy. He's a Tyler. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, I'm starting to wonder if he actually hates all this, and he only wrote that, so it would be read on the radio, and his wife, yeah. yeah, you know. Oh, that's so sweet. Lead him down a path. Mm-hmm. I don't know. With these teams, does it make him flawed that he's a Packer fan? Is that where the Tyler comes in? Or no? No, no. It's no. just the name. I just okay. hate the name. Kyle hates Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's they, are terrible. They bash him over no, the head. No, no, no. I know that. But mm. is that also what adds you're like, what's going on with him? And I'm like, oh, maybe because he's no, a Packer fan. I don't have anything as Packer no. fans. I have a good friend as a Packer fan. He's a cool dude. Uh, let's see if uh, anybody on my staff knows the answer to this. Did I miss it? I don't remember any Pepsi commercials. I remember when their commercials were some of the best of past Super Bowls. Anybody? I do not remember a Pepsi Pepsi. commercial. There wasn't a Pepsi For those who think young. Starry is a Pepsi product. That's where they spent all their money with that trashy, uh, what's her name? Ice bitch? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Yeah. Um, Okay, last week, was it Doug the Miserable who was all mad that we were talking about a game uh, being played by millionaires and the owners are billionaires? Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I know I it wasn't know. this name, uh, but I, th- <laughs> I thought it was maybe Doug. What a random email uh, that just came in from Dennis. Hi, Dennis. The game is over. How much longer does this hypocrite hype have to be shoved down our throats? My God, let it end. Wow. So, oh, my God. The most watched television event in history. What, what's the and what's the hypocrite part? I mean, since he didn't know. give us any I was context, I don't know. He's mad because it's two days past. He probably wants new material. He's upset that we're still talking about it. And I'm guessing he's a Niners fan who's really upset about the outcome and just doesn't want to be reminded. Okay, I mean, maybe it's, I don't uh, know. It's a theory. I, I think he's having. A, I would like to think he's having a bad day as opposed to he's just angry all the time uh, yeah like you I mean, just you're having a bad morning and things are getting to you it's still the most <laughs> it's still trending it's still being talked about in offices remember a lot of people didn't go to work yesterday so they're going to talk about it today well god dennis i hope you don't Uh-oh. work in an office because it might come up play this game with yourself i have over the years and Jesus. i find it so funny um where someone will say something and oh man oh it just hits me all kinds of ways and then the same thing could be said three days later, and I'm laughing, and I'm th- it's it's total opposite of how I saw it prior. We are just humans are hilarious. Let's and hope. I think that's him right now yeah. today. Oh, and I think you just have to tell yourself <laughs> that to be in a positive space with him. Yeah. Because I mean, just an email like that to sit down and pound that out. I mean, you got capital letters, all these exclamation points. <laughs> Um, uh, Tony Romo uh, called the game with Jim Nance uh, for the Super Bowl. Romo's get, uh, he a former uh, Cal- Dallas Cowboy uh, quarterback, never went to the Super Bowl, but somehow makes $17 million a year announcing games. <laughs> he's good at it. He was good at it. And he he, he's been getting worse and worse. Uh, he, he, he's no longer... Uh, uh, I forget what the, the name they gave him. Romo Stradamus. Because like, he, <laughs> could, he could predict plays. And I don't know if it's, a, if it's because he's been away from the game and he's not keeping up with it, but CBS uh, two years ago had an intervention with Tony Romo 
and said, "You've got to study harder. You're not. You're not. Do, you're not doing what we need you to do." Wow. And he he's just he's been getting more and more weird, and people are have been railing on him hard. And, and we're gonna save one for the sports show uh, when we do the mix pick sports show at uh, 10 a.m. Steve and I are gonna get into the last call of the game uh, because it's more sporty. But Romo completely botched it. There's a rule in sports announcing when you hit a moment. It doesn't have to be the game-winning catch, but that is always a moment. Could be just a, a monster home run uh, for that, that turned a game around. You make the call. That would be Jim Nance's job. And then you shut up. And you let the crowd, the players, speak to you. Even if you're on radio, you let the moment sit. Nance made the call. And it was less than a second later, uh, Tony Romo is analyzing the entire play. Just And I, I'm sitting there shaking my head going, A, I knew the Niners were going to lose, and B, Romo is just destroyed. So we're, we're, that one I'm going to do on the Mixed Pick Show with Steve. But there's a couple other things that people have, have pointed out. Uh, during a, the uh, first half, as they're going out to the commercials, right? You know how when they go to commercials, they'll play music usually. So they were playing Adele's Rolling in the Deep, and Romo is singing while Jim Nance is taking them out of the break. Well, we're halfway through the second quarter. All we have on the board is a field goal. Take it to the commercial there, Mr. Romo. You can hear Nance is like, what are you doing? Shut up. And, and then there's nothing Nance can do other than to kind of play to his partner there. That's I wonder if, okay, so Romo used to be really good at this, you're saying. And that's how I remember yes. him. I remember him playing the calls, great. and I didn't know he was slipping so much. I haven't paid too much attention to Tony Romo. When I saw that he was broadcasting for the Super Bowl, I was pretty excited. I'm like, oh, good. They got him in. He's really good at this. And now hearing this, I wonder if there's something else going on in his head. Maybe he's distracted in a certain way. He's just not paying attention to I, what's going on. You know, all the buzz is he's just not trying. That's, I mean, that's the buzz about that intervention. And that is a confirmed thing. CBS had this meeting with him two seasons ago. I was just... And, and it's like he's just aloof. He got his payday. I don't know. He also, uh, he also uh, broke into uh, singing Viva Las Vegas at one point when they showed Taylor Swift. And then there's this great moment. There is a rule uh, in, in all professional sports that when there's a streaker, you know, somebody who runs out on the field, in this case it was somebody who just didn't have their shirt on, you don't highlight it, you don't talk about it, you don't show it. Of course... Romo just brings it up, and Nance, you can hear you can hear for a second, Nance starts to talk to Tony Romo like he's his, like they're friends, and then you can hear Nance go, oh, wait a minute, we're on TV right now, and you hear him stop, and Romo goes right back to it and then says out loud, oh, but we can't talk about it, like mocking the policy, oh. like way out there. Wow. Oh, we got people on the field. Oh, my goodness, we do. We got a streaker on the other, well, whoop, 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 whoop. see, right there. Nance is like, whoop. well, partial streaker. Partial streaker, off. yeah. <laughs> but we can't talk about it. Well, one thing, though, they have. It, it's just, that was cringe. It's, you know what? It's like, it sounds like someone that um, has never announced before and doesn't know what they're doing and they're just starting out and they got to learn and be coached. That's what he sounds like. Honestly, and, it's very, it sounds very awkward and uh, wow. And six Jesus. years ago, that would have, that would have been acceptable. But not now. He's the top tier announcer or the color guy. He's for regressing. CBS. Yeah, it, it was, it was pretty painful. I don't remember too much of the early days of Roma, but was he promising and doing really good with the Cowboys in the beginning? And then he just start to yeah. just get worse and worse and worse. Is this reflecting his football <laughs> playing skills versus his announcing? Does. Kind of because 
You remember the? He, I mean, he was a decent player, and but he always choked in the postseason. Remember the infamous uh, flop of the football or whatever oh, on the right. on the kick. Uh, so here he is on the world's biggest stage, and he just wanted to really highlight how bad he's getting. I guess. <laughs> My um, only thing with Tony Romo is like I know he's married because I used to watch. It's not on anymore. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders when they do the tryouts, and his wife a lot of times would help um, uh, be one of the judges. And I'm like, and I noticed there was no ring. I'm like, what, are, are they divorced? So that's the only thing I was like Googling. Why are they still married? Apparently he's just someone that's not going to wear a ring. That's the only thing I noticed with that dude. Fascinating. <laughs> Sorry I don't have an announcing story. There are a lot of reasons why some people, men and women, don't wear rings. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It just made me go, oh, my God, did they get divorced? I didn't hear about that. Maybe he wants to take the, one of the cheerleaders out on a date. And not tell his wife. Oh yeah, it's allowed now, right? <laughs> the uh, the internet uh, was uh, fighting with itself again yesterday, where both millennials and Gen Xers were claiming Usher over his Super Bowl halftime show. Like this is like they're fighting back. Like there's all of these X's tweets back and forth with millennials and Gen Xers fighting over who Usher belongs to. Oh my gosh, uh, millennials, because Usher is. A Gen Xer. He was born in 1978. Yeah. Uh, so he's a member of Gen X. His music was a staple for millennials coming of age in the late 1990s. So when millennials would tweet out something like that, you know, there's our there's our music of our youth or whatever. Gen Xers would go, "Dummy, he is a Gen Xer. He's ours. He belongs." Uh, so just I just wanted to bring you up to date on this uh, very important fight that's going I, on. I, I think we're wrong. Just because he's of our generation, he wasn't singing to us. He was making music for. As they already pointed out, when his music came out, right? That's I. I, I mean, why would you don't well, claim that just because they're of your same age? But most people that are Gen Xers were in their mid twenties at clubs dancing to Usher's music with his biggest album oh, when it came out. Okay, so yeah, the Gen Xers got got the <laughs> got, got the late end of Usher. So Usher for the millennials grew up with yeah. Usher the entire way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when I was a kid in high school. Usher was all throughout the school dances, and as soon as I became like 18, 19 years old, started going to clubs because I couldn't get into bars yet. Usher was everywhere. You know what this is? Why, want... why can't it? Why can't he be multi generational? He, he could. Why can't he belong to both? Gee, of us? I, I think this is this ongoing fight that you'll see. Funny <laughs> fight. I put fight in quotes of when millennials are trying to claim something that was literally ours as Gen Xers, and they're telling us about it, and the Gen Xers are sitting there going. I, I we grew up with that. Mm -hmm. I I know about that, and they act like they're telling you something for the first time. I think this is that ongoing thing, and now they're getting in the fight. Okay, again, very important. <laughs> uh, Jody just emailed about Tony Romo. Said he also called Nick Bosa Joey. God, and then he more than once said when they played last week, and I kept yelling at the TV. They didn't play last week. They had a two week break. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Usher, he's now a married man. Uh, right after the halftime show, he and his girlfriend, Jennifer Goicochea, uh, got uh, married at uh, the uh, Las Vegas Weddings Terrace Gazebo, Ooh. an outdoor wedding chapel that seats 30 guests. Usher's Aww. mother, Jonetta, was the couple's witness, and hopefully Jennifer Goicochea will take his last name. What a fun day. Uh, by the way, everybody know, uh, first of all, that is Usher's, that is his real name. He was born, that's his given name. He is Usher Raymond. The fourth. Oh, oh cool. cool. All right. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> Everybody loves Usher. Oh, here we go. Trailer update. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night. People 
Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift trailer. Uh, by the way, real quickly, uh, bravo to Matt. Way too inside football email about Tony Romo and uh, your quarterback. That is, that's brilliant, Matt. Well done. But we also got this goofy one. Is this the day of goofy emails? Why are we talking about the Super Bowl still? Why didn't I see a Doritos commercial? Where were the horsies? <laughs> and now Rick says about Tony Romo, maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore, and he's trying to get fired to get out of his contract. Well, that's rude. Quit. Wow. You don't. Yeah. It's not. It's not servitude. Uh, uh, you just resign. That makes zero sense. Yeah. Uh, that would be it's, so rude. It's not a relationship where you act like an ass until she breaks up with you. Just quit. <laughs> that there is no sense to that, Rick. I'm gonna make you fire yeah. me. See, now thinking about, it, I'm thinking Tony Romo's boss probably doesn't get him in trouble that much. Like maybe he's done a bunch of these slips and it just hasn't. He hasn't gotten in trouble. Now he just is carefree about it. Well, you said they talked to him yeah, about I mean, it. Oh, yeah, so... they did. Okay, two years ago. Yeah. yeah, and they haven't followed up on it or whatever. I I, I don't know why they're allowing So he's good for two years, and you're going to have to talk to him again. <laughs> uh, to the uh, Travis and Taylor uh, uh, stories, we now know the three words that Travis Kelsey said to Taylor Swift after winning the Super Ooh, Bowl. What did he say? Cameras captured Taylor Swift as she stood on the field near Kelsey's mom, Donna, waiting for the tight end. Kelsey made his way to the two most important women in his life. Took off his hat, kissed and embraced his mother first, Aww. and then quickly pivoted to Taylor Swift. And I mean, you know the three words you want, right? Yeah, I love you. Mm-hmm. And we said, won. And "What? No okay. good." I was gonna say, or we won. That's only two words. <laughs> we what? Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said to Taylor Swift, "Come here, girl." Mm. Oh, oh, all right. Oh. Hey, hey, what I is, like that. What does that mean? That's a little forceful. I like it. Mm. When, when it's, you know, okay, it's your boyfriend, blah, blah. There's nothing forceful about Travis Kelsey. <laughs> he had a man moment. The, uh, then they, they, all, they all left, uh, and they, they went to party at the Zook nightclub in Las Vegas. Uh, the Chainsmokers were performing. Yes, Taylor was there with the, uh, with the celebration. Travis inhabited the DJ booth and fired up the crowd. <laughs> These videos are so cute. Swifties couldn't get enough of uh, Kelsey and Swift finding each other across the crowded club and dedicating the lyrics of You Belong With Me to each other. And then there's the moment of them dancing and kissing to Love Story. Yeah, that was so sweet. Okay, there's also this one video that shows them walking into the club, and I'm watching that appears to be her bodyguard because he's making the way each time. And I just chuckle because he is much shorter Travis and much smaller. The bodyguard? Right? Yes. And and in comparison, well, and at one point you can see Travis going, I got this, you know. Oh my God. But the guy's also like, uh-uh, because he's got a job to do. It's it was pretty funny to see. You know, uh, shortness can be fixed by a variety of things, including a nine millimeter. Yeah, true. So at this club, did they let just like the chief players and celebrities in, or was it open to the public, or do you have to like pay to get in to hang out with all of them? My understanding was that they had it reserved for the event that they would win, but it, there were there were public people that were in there. And then once the the Chiefs arrived, it was Bedlam, of course. And at that same club, did you guys see his brother Jason? He was wearing some kind of wrestler's mask. I wish I had the name of him. Jesus. Jason sounds awesome. It's hilarious. Uh, by the way, another video that's gone viral, too. Oh, and man. this is this is Taylor Swift, in my opinion, just completely trolling everyone that's all pissed off about her. Because I've, I've become kind of indifferent to this whole thing. But the, the video of her at the game when they went to her – 
and downed her beer because she's trolling people that are playing the Taylor Swift drinking oh, uh, drinking yeah, game. Yeah. And so, and the, all the fans were cheering her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they go out, they, they party at Zook. Uh, they, the report is they got home, uh, they, they left at 5 a.m. from Damn. partying all night. And then hours later, both Swift and Kelsey were seen getting onto separate airplanes. Travis was boarding his 1 p.m. charter flight at one end of the airport, and Swift and her entourage got on her private plane and boarded it back to L.A. so that she could then get ready to take a 16-hour flight to Melbourne, Australia today. It's going to be several days before the lovebirds are able to see each other again. Aww. Yeah. Travis and the Chiefs are scheduled to have their victory celebration parade tomorrow in Boo. Kansas City. And Taylor will be in Australia for three sold-out concerts. Uh, they start Friday, but she's flying there today. And then after that, she goes to Sydney for four dates, then on to Singapore for six days. Why doesn't he join her? Yeah, he's got nothing to do. If you'd let me finish the story. <laughs> he's reading. Oops. These are the things we think of. And I'm covering them. <laughs> Yay, thank Just you. Just not quickly enough, apparently. <laughs> so exciting. Kelsey is believed to be flying over to join her at some point during her tour. Okay, well, good. And yeah, what's he got left to do? The Super Bowl's over. He, oh, he has to go get his ring, probably. Well, they don't get the rings till later in the year. Um, but he has the parade tomorrow. And then he probably has to, they, they, have to do their, they have to do their exit interviews, which would probably be Friday, clear out their lockers, things like that. And then he, he, maybe he just wants to relax. Maybe he doesn't want to fly 18 hours halfway around the world. Uh, he just wants How to sit in his him. $6 million dollar mansion <laughs> for a few days and chill. Have some alone time. I saw this story and I'm like, oh my gosh, people, what do you think is on her plane? They described it as her 16-hour grueling flight. I'm like, yes. she's got to have the biggest bed. She does. And luxury We've seen on it. that plane. Right? I'm like, what are you talking about? There's going to be nothing grueling for her. Yeah. And she can sleep if she wants. I wonder what kind of snacks she has. <laughs> exactly, the best snacks. Good grief. Uh, Brianna just wrote in, doesn't refer to anything specific, but just says, Kyle, you're being super Kyle today. <laughs> Good. <laughs> super Kyle. And, and and this, I, I, I'm going to try to do this story without getting completely frustrated. Th this asinine overreaction to the Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid shouting, bumping thing was ridiculous yesterday. And I'm not sure how long it's going to go on. But there was this moment where Travis Kelsey went over to Coach Reed. I can't imagine that you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> he he he's yelling at, at Coach Andy Reed. He bumps into Andy Reed, and then he it's it's all five seconds. And again, this is very footballish. Happens a lot. Players get emotional. Yes, they yell at their coach. And I, those of us that watch the NFL, just it's just part of the testosterone and the the. The competitiveness, and, and especially because of everything that was said after the game. Andy Reid said, quote, he caught me off balance. He was coming over and saying, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. I love that, and it's not the first time. I appreciate him. He loves to play the game, and he wants to help his team win. It's not a selfish thing. That was Coach Andy Reid. Travis Kelsey said his emotions got the better of him, saying, quote, I just wanted to. I wanted the score to be different. Coach has asked us to speak our minds, and I just wanted to let him know how much passion I had for this team. He's one of the best leaders of men I've ever seen in my life. So there's the two guys involved who both said, get over it. It's a nothing burger. Oh, but no. We had to spend all day yesterday. Experts, headline, experts say Travis Kelsey's shove of 65-year-old coach Andy Reid shows he is immature and impulsive. Traits that do not bode well for his romance with Taylor Swift. And they go on to psychoanalyze him based solely on this moment on the sidelines. You see, this is all the stuff that was so annoying to me yesterday because I did not like seeing that. I understand everything you're saying and all that happens. I didn't like seeing it. That's it. That's where it starts and ends for me. 
Um, I understand we make mistakes, and hopefully, I mean, I've acted a buffoon many a times, <laughs> being angry. I, I get all that. It's just a bad look, and that's what it was. It did not, and it, and it, and it turned me off of him in that moment as well. Like, I'm done with you. And then, like, as the day went on, I started getting annoyed because when I would go to my news feed, there was... Yeah, maybe it's the same one or a different one. No, there's a, tons. A, a psychiatrist. Yes. And just some random psychiatrist. And I'm like, come on, seriously? This is the difference. Oh, my god. On Sunday, it was just a bunch of buffoons on social media. I speculated maybe all the non-football fans, not just Taylor Swift fans, but the Super Bowl, all these non-football fans who see it and they go to social media and they're psychoanalyzing him. Yesterday was the day of experts. I mean, endless experts coming out. And, and making sure we all know how unacceptable this behavior is. So yesterday I had the, the thought of, yeah, it did seem a little too much what he was doing. I thought it was aggressive at first. But then after listening to you and Steve talk about it yesterday, when I was standing here doing some of uh, the post-production work, I was like, oh, man, I forgot. Like, you do get aggressive in the middle of sports, especially when it's a big game like that. It, it, your emotions get to you. You're full of adrenaline and you're men. It is a little toxic and it. It should be that way a little bit. And uh, Steve is Steve Mickelson from Mix Picks. And two hours from now, we will do the daily Mix Picks sports show uh, on Rad TV and members.radradio.com, the Rad Radio app. And uh, in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. And since it's Tuesday, right after that, Tech to You Tuesday, featuring Ian from Tech to You. So I'll just give you a couple of the quotes here. Uh, ba -ba -ba, psychologist, what's this person's name? Uh, who cares? Oh, Dr. Right. Dr. James Giles <laughs> okay. has claimed the aggressive outburst is a sign of underlying personality traits that, quote, do not bode well for his romantic life and indicate that he struggles to problem solve, wow. is impulsive, and has anger issues. Uh, Dr. Giles goes on to say it points towards a lack of problem-solving skills for dealing with interpersonal problems, and it shows s low self-esteem. It shows that you feel you don't have the ability to solve things in any other way. It reveals a deep sense of insecurity in the sense that you feel threatened enough that you have to overcompensate and respond aggressively. Body language expert Judy James said Kelsey is not mature enough to control his emotions. Quote, looking at his facial expressions, his bottom lip is down to the chin level. It looks like such an extreme expression of anger. If you look, his veins are bulging out of his forehead. He looks like someone who has genuinely lost his temper at that point. The other thing that would be really scary is facial proximity. He crouched to get his face right into the coach's face and then screamed at him, which is horrendous, end quote. Might be because it's so loud at the Super Bowl. So I know he had that incident. Jesus I don't know when it was. How long, was it a few weeks ago where he threw his helmet? Yes. Okay. Now, here's when it would be inappropriate and maybe he has anger issues. If every, if this was a reoccurring thing with him, this was consistent in his behavior. That's not okay. If he's acting a buffoon like this every single game and making it uncomfortable for people, no, not okay. But like this... A moment in time, maybe two moments in time. Do they even bring up the other one, or are they just looking at this no, one? No, just this. Jesus. But that's how you know they're not actual football fans. Wow. Or they're, they say, and, and the other thing, too, is what you alluded to there. I mean, ultimately, if he was doing it every week and his team was fine with it, then it's okay. He's not making anyone uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. You're uncomfortable. Right, other I people would, uncomfortable. Yeah, I would be uncomfortable on that field. But um, I'm a girl. I'm not a football player. Whatever. And in this particular example, no one is uncomfortable. The two people involved, all of the teammates, they're all, get over it. Yeah, and I don't think Dr. Giles has ever played football Probably. and doesn't know the feeling. And, you know, even in other sports, 
it's a sports. It's a male. It's an alpha male thing. You get heated in the moment. Yes. There's a lot of passion there. And what's wrong with that? Like throwing the football down in frustration. At least you didn't throw it at somebody else. Yes. No. It's it's. Uh, I, I as I said yesterday, this is that attack on toxic masculinity, where we continue to dumb down the ability of men with other men, knowing how we communicate. I mean, Andy Reid's 65. He's old school. All right. He's yeah. like, this is nothing, kids. This guy yelling at me, this is nothing. But when I broke into the league, we were grabbing players. We were bopping them around. Get over it. Do you know what else this is? That's Andy Reid speaking, not yeah. me. Do you, here's, here's what else it is for me. I don't like that kind of behavior, but I'm not going to tell them they can't do If they're fine with that behavior, Andy Reid, the Kelsey guy, and his team, fine. <laughs> I'm not okay with it. But it's that thing we do that if we're not okay with it and all these professional psychologists, whoever they are, it must go away. It doesn't matter that those guys are fine. It's our inability to let people, when they're okay with something, let them live that way, do that, be that way, whatever. Just look away. If we go to Kyle's premise that Dr. Giles doesn't know anything about football, he would be horrified to hear what happens in the bottle of a, bottom of a scrum oh. when there's a fumble Ouch. and the things these men do to each other. <laughs> yep. We're going to play the pressure cooker right oh, now. No. Uh, you got a one-month membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com coming your way, and you're qualified to win the grand prize drawing, one of 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets, all of that to the show on February 27th. The Pressure Cooker is our daily trivia game, meaning we play it every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're Caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the Pressure Cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. Got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. This is an excellent point. We were, and, and we were reading it. I just read one of the articles. There were many uh, yesterday. Uh, people psychoanalyzing, experts, professionals psychoanalyzing Travis Kelsey's three-second outburst on the sidelines with Andy Reid, which he uh, and and... And Travis have all said there's nothing there to see. Don't worry about it. Teammates are like, this is a non-story. But the the psychologist, I only I only read from the article that I had a psychologist named Dr. Giles, then a body language expert. There was another psychologist in that article uh, as well who was saying the same things. And they were endless yesterday. And Jasmine makes a, a, a very legit point. Says Dr. Giles has the audacity to analyze someone without meeting them, without working with them. He should be ashamed. It's no wonder so many men are scared to enter therapy. If you get judged that quickly, therapy would not feel safe. Where are his ethics? That is, uh, uh, Those are all excellent points. Absolutely. <laughs> Without knowing anything in the background, and there he is yep. with a worldwide article. Uh. Let's play the pressure cooker. Free one month membership to members.radradio.com featuring Rad TV, and you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of top tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, and one winner snagging up front tickets to the show on February 27th. Hello, Mick. 
Good morning. Here's how this works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true or false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, and then you got to get four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say doctor and then you say quack, I have to take doctor as your answer. Do you have any questions? No. All right. Good luck. True or false, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. True. What do yellow roses symbolize? Friendship. Americans were asked to name sports you don't have to be fast to be good at. What was number one? Soccer. What is the most popular given? What is the most popular gift given on Valentine's Day? Uh, candy. Which NFL team did Tony Romo play quarterback for? Dallas Cowboys. What does XOXO stand for? Love and kisses which, and hugs. Which mammal has the largest heart? Which what? Which mammal has the largest heart? Uh, whale. Okay. As long as we start the question, uh, we uh, we wait for the answer. All right, that was seven questions. You only need five. All right, we'll have to have a meeting about that sixth one here. Uh, first of all, it was true or false. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. He said that is true. What do yellow roses symbolize? He said friendship. Oh, good to know. Want. Yeah, that's okay. what you want on Valentine's Day. I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, depends on the relationship. True. Uh, you know, you, you love that. Yeah, if, you're, if yeah. your best friend is your wife, for example, red and yellow roses make perfect sense. But if you're dating and all you get are yellow roses, he either is an idiot oh. or he's trying to tell you something. Because, you know, a guy could just not know. Yeah, we, I had no idea. We used yeah, I mean, to yeah, what if her favorite color is yellow and he's like, oh, I'm going to get her yellow roses and it creates a problem. Yeah, or her favorite basketball team's the Lakers and you get her yellow roses. <laughs> <laughs> Unfairly, we used to judge guys. On the roses they got us because if it was too soon, we're like, um, we've gone out on three dates. He got me red roses. This is weird. Clingy. What about one rose? If it's just an individual rose. Individual red rose after a few dates? Yeah. I would have flipped out. Oh. I would have called him a wuss, not a man. A I'm wuss? Well, you so, can't win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I always see, I always judge them back. I was like, oh, okay, you're a whore. Bye. I don't want to be with you then. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think I was a whore, but yeah, we probably. I mean, whore is a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just a horrible I mean, person. We were but. complicated. Absolutely. Um, no. And I didn't want to be complicated. Well, and men started getting around that time. There were some, some of these softer guys that started weaseling their way in. And they were the ones that would give these color roses yeah. way too soon. And they were so clingy. That was when metrosexuality hit. So we were right. Maybe we weren't right in how we responded, but we were right. <laughs> I don't know that the, the, the things correlate, but that's for another time. Mm -hmm. Americans were asked to name sports you don't have to be fast to be good at. What was number one? Somehow he thought soccer was a good answer. <laughs> yeah, like if you're the goalie, maybe. But you've got to be fast to jump at the ball's that's direction. Great. Yeah, and even the goalies come out now and then. Now, soccer did not make the top five. Uh, chess? Pool? Yeah, golf? Chess is a game. I mean, none of these are really sports. Uh, uh, who said golf? Hi. Number one. <laughs> Followed by bowling, fishing, and archery. Oh, okay. Uh, what is the most popular gift given on Valentine's Day? He said candy. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna go with like flowers or something like that. But it's candy is first, greeting card second, then flowers. Which NFL team did Tony Romo play quarterback for? He said the Dallas Cowboys. What does XOXO stand for? He said love, love hugs, kisses, hugs. We finally we, got there. Are we counting the hugs and kisses? <laughs> It doesn't stand for love at all. So no, it's hugs and kisses. Yeah, it, specifically, it's kiss, hug, kiss, hug. X O X O. The X is for the kiss, and the O is for the hug. But we allow it because it stands for hugs and kisses. But in order, it's kiss, hug, kiss, hug. It doesn't sound right. Kiss, hug. Uh, and which mammal has the largest heart? He eventually named the largest mammal. 
the wheel. And that got him five right. Kisses, love, trailing answer did not cost him. Next chance for you to win is at 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com, from Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Uh, talking about uh, the, the Super Bowl, uh, much to the chagrin today of Dennis, who can't believe we're spending so much time on it uh, just two days after the most watched television event in history for America. There's a lot to talk about. And uh, one of the things that's been mentioned a few times today is uh, that trashy whore, Ice Spice. <laughs> uh, and Danielle wrote in and said, what the F is an Ice Spice? I'm pulling a dawn. I'm going senile. Oh, senile. No. <laughs> No, she spelled senial, S-E-N-I-A-L. I don't even know what that is. It is a dumb name because when you say it, I think I'm like an ice spice latte. Yeah, that was right. a Starbucks yeah. drink. Yeah. Um, Danielle says, I'm a millennial. And the whole time they kept showing T-Swift during the big game, I kept thinking, who the F is Little Orphan Annie and why is she at the game? <laughs> Seriously, though, who is that? She's a rapper. She is trash beyond trash. Uh, and, and look, my wife and I, my wife's much younger than me, 20 years younger. We like all types of music, including some pretty hard, raunchy rap. It's not that. She is just absolute garbage. But uh, she, she went, uh, late 22, she went uh, viral with her song Munch. She also had hits called Bikini Bottom and In Ha Mood. She also has a song called Thank You the Crap, but it's the S word. But the, the connection is she's on Karma with Taylor Swift. So that's why she was with Taylor Swift in her booth, plus she starred in the Starry commercial as well. Have you heard the conspiracy theories about her? You'll love these. Mm. So, okay, you know how you mentioned um, Taylor Swift taking a chug of the beer yes, in response to the drinking to- game. Every mm-hmm. time you show Taylor Swift, down it. No, no, no. She was doing that to distract us from Ice Spice. Because, yeah, there's this video. I'm like, really? It's going around. I'm like, what? So they circle Ice Spice as you see Taylor taking that chug to distract us. Because what Ice Spice is doing in that exact moment is making devil signs and doing a... Yep. I don't, what's that called? Is she... Uh, a spell? I don't know. But like devil signs and then some kind of spell. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of rumors going out that Ice Spice yeah. is like part of the Illuminati and yeah, that she's, she's doing, a, doing a bunch of rituals, like drinking yes. blood and stuff like that, yes. too. And some of her music videos, people are pointing out that they can be uh, interpreted as demonic. Okay. Yes. Why, yeah. why pick Ice Spice to do that? Why don't pick somebody like Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson? <laughs> Ice Spice just doesn't have Illuminati vibes to me. I mean, she is garbage. I would nothing right. would surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. me with, with her. But... but I did. I did. I mean, I'm a Christian, and I should I know the devil sign? I didn't even know what they were talking about. I had to like zoom in. What was go, it? Did you? What, I, what I was it? Make the... it out with her hands. I, I think don't it's something know. like this, like the with upside, the, the upside down, oh! like I love you kind of thing. The oh. horns. They were saying, "Oh, did you see the horns?" I'm like, the horns. And I guess you're making horns by doing that. 
Is this like you the, can also go like this and do it to your head. You can do yeah. the horns and yeah, go like give that. Give yourself yeah. devil horns. Do you remember when we were like young and in the eighties and you do the rocker sign, but some would accidentally do the devil sign? And I know I used to do that too, but you didn't know it was the devil sign, and they started telling you that's the devil sign. Is that what they do now? But I, they're I, like, that's that's how that's that code that we know they're no goddamn devil idea. people. So I see there, there's a picture and outrage over the upside down cross that she's wearing oh, on her necklace. Okay, very good. So that's. That's great. I wouldn't put a pastor yeah. I mean, no. allegedly. Right? She, Not no, at she, all. I mean, I mean I don't I don't oh. have any more good adjectives for trash, garbage, refuse. That's what she is. So glad that contrary to popular belief, people just they they really don't have any problems in their life. I mean, no. it's and they can worry about this stuff. Well, and Taylor has her there because Taylor apparently wants to get into witchcraft. Awesome. Hey, if you're a Megan and you're <laughs> listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, emails rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. We will start with now 14 year old Athena. Oh, that's right, Athena. I saw a worker at the cemetery and I asked him if the place was haunted. He said, "No, I haven't seen a ghost in the over 280 years I've worked here." <laughs> It's a pretty good record. <laughs> oh, From 10-year-old Lily. Oh, sweet Lily. What do you tell a pig on February 14th? What? Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Big D says, hopefully, but Monday has not seeped over to today. <laughs> eh, not really. Just some really, hey, why are you talking about Super Bowl? Where was the Pepsi commercial? Why didn't I see the horsies on the game? It's very strange, though. <laughs> says, please enjoy today's submission of dad jokes. What dog writes about witches and wizards? What? J.K. Growling. <laughs> what vegetable works as a sports announcer? What? The commentator. <laughs> I think this has got a typo. See what you think. Why did the cleaner take early retirement? Why? They realized that crime doesn't pay. No. What? Grime. Grime doesn't pay. Yeah. Come on, Big D. Spell check. I know crime's a word. You got to look it over. Uh, Rodney's got his version of uh, dad jokes. I got arrested for walking out of a museum with a painting. I was so confused because earlier, when I asked security if I could take a picture, they said yes. <laughs> My wife told me to pick up six cans of Sprite at the grocery store. When I got home, I realized I picked seven up. Seven up, so much bubblier. Oh, it's a little mm. crisper. I like. I think I'm gonna come oh. switching over teams from Thank Sprite to Seven you. Up. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, the team. bubbles are perfect. Woo, team nope. Seven Up, bitches. With you, Don. Incorrect woo, woo. answer. Finally, I have someone on my side on this show because y'all were Sprite people. Still am. Oh. Uh, these are from David. Hey, David. What did the bartender say after Charles Dickens ordered a martini? What? what? Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> What do you call a man with no arms and no legs fighting with his cat? What? Claude. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Just batting it around like a cucumber. <laughs> These are from Ethan. Hi, Ethan. What's the best way to stop internal bleeding? What? what? Go outside. <laughs> oh. A man crossing the road gets hit by a car. An ambulance arrives, a paramedic rushes to assist him and says, are you comfortable at least? And the man replies, oh, I make a good living. 
from uh, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. What's the only advantage of being an orphan? What? <gasps> Nobody makes jokes about your mama. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it? Mm. No more orphan jokes? No, that was that's the only one I got, man. That's all we need. No. Bigamy is having one wife too many. You know, same thing as monogamy. <laughs> and this is from John. Hey, John. How do you know your doctor is a pervert? How? He gives you a prostate exam and then tells you afterwards, you have strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Jokes, emails are ad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah. What are we doing here? What has happened to this show? Got this email, rad at radradio.com from uh, Greg. Hey, Greg. Says, I have an issue with Rob. I am a loyal maggot and a better class listener who moved from Folsom to Indiana. I typically listen on the app, and then I go back later to watch Rad TV. I have an issue being reminded every commercial break on the app that I cannot partake in the new contest to win $2,024 every day beginning next Tuesday. I will need you to stop advertising the contest on the app immediately. Ha ha. Uh, first off, Greg, it's every hour. It's not every commercial break. No, see, you're exaggerating, Greg. <laughs> Typical man. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, look, uh, uh, full disclosure, the, the, this is, we were, I was talking to the general manager of uh, 104.7 FM and 890 AM here in Sacramento about this, uh, because what most radio stations do is they, they lie about these things, and, or they try to fool you. And I, I was talking to him like, I, that's not us. We're the anti-radio radio show. And, and he was already saying, as I was saying that, he goes, just tell them the truth. We're, we're partnered with Lotus Communications in Reno and Sacramento, and this has become very in vogue in the radio industry. Times are tight for everybody, including the radio industry. And so a way that, they, that we can attract listeners is to bond all of our resources together. This is far, we are far from the first company to do this. So Lotus has gone to, uh, there are like three dozen radio stations that in their family that, that are participating. And they've said, all of you give us a, some of your budget so that we can give away $2,024 every day to a listener. And we're going to take a few names from each one of you every single day. And we're going to put them all in a bucket and we're going to pull out a winner. And that'll be the person that gets $2,024 this way. It won't be that burdensome on each one of you, but listeners will all know, hey, look, I've got a chance. I'm yes. in I'm in the running for $2,024 every day. It all starts next Tuesday, and it goes until the end of March. But what he's referring to is because Lotus Communications is putting up the dough for this, they want to make sure you're listening to their radio stations. Right. So you won't hear the cash cow if you're listening on the app or if you're watching us on Rad TV. Uh, or, or if you're on the membership site. You will only hear it if you listen in Reno on 104.5 or if you listen in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM. It's the sound of a moo and then a toilet flushing. <laughs> and then you just you just have to be caller 18 to us. That's how you know you're, you're going to be our qualifier. Uh, and, uh, and if you are caller 18, 
you're qualified to win the $2,024. And you can qualify nice. the next day if you don't win. There's no reason you can't keep qualifying until hopefully you, you do win. So it all, it all begins next Tuesday. It'll be over $50,000 in total. Uh, given away uh, between lot. Tuesday and the end of March. Sorry if you went over this already, but a quick question on if they listen online. I know on our online feed, they can't hear it, but if they listen to our Reno station's online feed, can they hear it? Thank you for mentioning that. They can hear it, but they're not eligible to win unless they're a resident of either California or Nevada. Oh. You have to be a California or Nevada resident to be our qualifier. Fair. So if you're, because again, look, we get a benefit out of you guys in Florida listening to us. Lotus doesn't. Yeah. So since they're putting up the cash, we have slightly different rules for this. So, I love the transparency. Yeah, why? Why not? I, yeah. I, you know, it's like it's like, and and I, what I love is, you know, as we've we've gushed over Lotus for months now, is the fact that I, the 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 GM, the GM in Reno, we don't even talk because everything runs so smoothly. <laughs> the GM in Sacramento, I, we have not had one even remotely close to a disagreement. It's like Aww. we're on the exact same page with everything. Or if I need to explain something from my standpoint, programming wise, he's like. Makes sense to me. Let's oh, do that. So, nice. uh, so that all starts next Tuesday. Rules are posted at radradio.com. We've got some entertainment news. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. One trailing Super Bowl story. Sorry, Dennis, who wrote in. It's, I can't believe we're still talking about the most watched television <laughs> event in the history of the country. <laughs> Dingus Dennis. Um, Sports Illustrated. Oh, this story is so delicious for so many reasons. Uh-oh. Sports Illustrated has hit back at people mocking that bitch Brittany Mahomes' inclusion in the 60th anniversary swimsuit issue. <laughs> the wife of uh, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Chiefs, posed for the magazine's upcoming 60th anniversary edition as a rookie. This is something Sports Illustrated has been doing. Uh, joining the publication's yearly pick of, quote, eight extraordinary women from wildly different backgrounds. First of all, just to clear something up, a listener wrote in last week when this was announced and said, I can't believe they're putting her on the cover. They're not. She's, she's not going to be on the cover. She's going to be in the, the edition. So people are, are flipping out because Brittany Mahomes was chosen, even though they, cho- they choose eight people from outside ventures that have nothing to do with being a model for years now. Uh, owner of the uh, – so, so Sports Illustrated hit back and said, she's not in the magazine because she's Patrick Mahomes' wife. She's the owner of the Kansas City Women's Soccer League uh, team, uh, wife and mother, and she was a former pro athlete. Uh, and so they call her the epitome of a modern-day powerhouse. Look, I hate this bitch, but the, the, the complaints here are so out of bounds. Uh, she has, Sports Illustrated wrote, We are proud to welcome her to the SI Swimsuit family, where she will undoubtedly continue to empower women worldwide. Fine. What else are they going to say? Yeah. Haters took to the comment section. Uh, somebody named Angel Rodriguez wrote, Why the F is she in Sports Illustrated? They just told you why. Uh, another one, Matt, who doesn't apparently know how to read, says, I remember when this used to be top-tier models. Still is. They just added oh these other eight women. Gosh. But wait, this, this is the delicious part. Nothing warms my heart more than woman-on-woman crime. Yeah. Yes. You see it every year around Mother's Day. The age-old argument of whether or not a stay-at-home mom's a real mom versus a working mom. Oh, cat fight. I love it. I hate it. I love the way you broads tear each other down. It's terrible. Uh, One woman named Patty commented, quote, I never say much about Brittany, but I think this one was way out of line for a married woman with kids. What? Yes. 
a married woman with kids should not pose in a bathing suit in Sports Illustrated. She's straight up projecting wow. her insecurities mm. onto Brittany Mahomes because she wouldn't act that way and her family would probably get on her case mm-hmm. and she's not confident enough to wear a bathing oh, suit. I don't know. Okay, yes, that is possible. But there are actual women that that is not even based in insecurities or any of that. It is based in they believe once you're a mom, that's it. No more fun. You cannot pose like that. It's inappropriate. Look at how many men and women were infuriated at Dolly Parton at Thanksgiving when she was, oh, right? Right, the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. And, and what the, there was a post that that woman's like, you should be whatever. Yeah. This is your time to cover up. You're 76. Up. I don't know, what, whatever. It was, it was, and, and, be yes. more modest. Yeah, I mean. I, so I, I, how does this, uh, since you're abroad, how does this yeah. rule work? So, okay, once you become a mom, you can't, like, pose in a bathing suit, I guess, right? Okay. So what happens to all of the pictures that exist before you were a mom that will live forever on your social media page? I mean, you were doing it. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, God. The women that judge that judge you in those moments and say, you might be a mom someday, and now your kid's going to find oh. it. What are you going to do? Cool. Wow. Uh, uh, so really, you can't have any exposure. Is it? <laughs> you know, there, there was a time, I, I know this will be hard for you all to swallow, but there was a time absolutely I could wear a bikini and do all of that. And I do wish I would have taken those photos that everybody said, because you do want to have those. <laughs> I mean, my butt was on fire. It was amazing. And, um, but it was, it was something I never would do, but I, I'm not going to like, it's fun to do that little fun judgy thing. But if we're going to be serious about it, go ahead and do what you want to do with whatever phase of life you're in. If that's how, if you want to have all those types of photos and then you have children and then I don't know, maybe your kids never find it or they do. And you have to have that conversation. Who cares? I mean, I, I, it's not a naked uh, photo no, shoot. it's not naked. I can, know, but... Can Brittany just... Mahomes wear a bathing suit out in public? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. It's okay. like they pick and choose. This is the frustration, bottom line, of being a woman. And I hate to have this conversation in America because I just hear way too many stories of organizations of the worst things ever going on with women in other countries. But this is still our beef. And it's ridiculous. You you may not like Brittany Holmes, but you at least listed her. Accompl- she's an accomplished yes. person. She's an accomplished woman. But you little, I don't know, misogynistic pigs that were common like that, you can't have it. She's just got to be a model and be pretty. And that's all it is. And 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 the woman on woman crime, I, I literally, I, I just, I never get, I don't like it at all. We might have disagreements. We might not see life the same way, but we should be supporting each other. I don't know, seeing a, like a, for her being a mother and then people upset that the kids might see it in the future. It's not like she's she's doing porn or anything. I know. And if she was, she would have that talk with the kids and be like, listen, I was in the starlight. Uh, I did this, this and this. And they accepted me to be in a swimsuit uh, magazine and I always wanted to do it. And who knows if her kids want to do that later on, too. Well, here's the other thing. Kids already forget that you actually were a person before them. True. Right? They <laughs> just think your life started now. And there were, you know, and so what better way for them to learn we have different phases of life? Yes, this is not mommy now, but yeah, that was mommy then. That's what I went through. That's what I wanted to go through. That that is what you'll go through in life. Maybe not the same thing, but you will go through whatever it is. If you're living life, that's what we do as human. We have humans. We have different phases. You know, uh. you know, maybe Brit- Brittany Mahomes, maybe like in ten years, will come back and do the 70th edition at the age of what 40. Oh I, my I, god, good for her! And and she'll be totally fine with it. 
and she'll think I'm empowering. I, I, I look great. I don't, I'm not embarrassed that I'm 40 and wearing a bikini. I, I, I mean, Jesus Christ. And here's the other thing. It's like she's not, I don't know, like the other thing to be proud of, and, I'm, and I don't want to sound like I'm putting the other thing down because I'm not. <sighs> she's also accomplished. She's not just doing it to show her body. Okay? There's other things about her. Uh, Nancy Bolin, another broad. Wrote, quote, wife of NFL quarterback and mother of small children, showing it all off for the world to see. But if she, she see, uh. it's a no win with her because if they go to Hawaii and even if they're on a beach that they don't think anyone's, you know, they try to find these places. Right. And someone's able to get a photo. Is she not allowed to be in a bikini in Hawaii right. with her kids? So you as an everyday woman, you can. How, that makes no sense. But her, because she's in in the public eye she can't and they would be photographed uh, everybody knows where like like a lot of the nfl players go to hawaii this time of year i mean your example uh, the paparazzi's everywhere they would be photographed and there she is on the beach in her bathing suit her bikini and there it is published for the world to see and what's wrong with kids seeing your mom in a bikini they've probably seen her naked in the shower i have no idea I, I, people if, I, I, good call kyle people weird this out they, it really they is just icky. Do. It is. Listen, to, this is where I take it. There are some women I'm more modest, and there are others that aren't. That's all it is. We don't need to turn it into something ugly. <laughs> there are women that are fine doing that, and there's others that don't. We don't need to judge that one's better than the other. It just comes down to how you are at whatever phase of life you're in or whatever you're doing now, whatever you're comfortable with. But they'll look at it as, like, sexual what? Next up I, in the entertainment pile, uh, a while back we were talking about uh, bucket list concerts, uh, and uh, Brandon uh, brought up uh, Billy Joel. Mm -hmm. And uh, although he can't make the, the Vegas trip of work uh, right now for when Billy Joel is in uh, Vegas in November, hopefully some other dates might pop up where Brandon can get there. I, I, my wife and I will be at Billy Joel. In <laughs> Vegas. It's at Allegiant, right? Yes. Oh, my God. And uh, which and we already saw Beyonce there. It's a tremendous show. Um, but but you're getting closer, Brandon. Oh? You're getting closer. Okay. Billy Joel will air one of his concerts on a broadcast network for the very first time. Oh, nice. Oh. So at least you can watch Billy yeah. Joel at Madison Square Garden. Great. It will be filmed on March 28th because it's his 100th consecutive performance at the venue. Damn. It will air two weeks later after they edit it up on Sunday April 14th. By the way, his first new single in 17 years that we played a couple clips of for you, Turn the Lights Back On, blasted onto Billboard's chart to debut at number 11 after one day. Nice. Of, cool. of Good Well, and you know, Brand, you don't have to, like, have your, your ticket scanned on your phone exactly. or wait in line. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, could, I could be in my underwear on the couch enjoying popcorn and a beverage. I go to the bathroom whenever I want and pause the concert. There won't be a line at the bathroom. Speaking of you and your underwear with a beverage, uh, Brandon, did you catch uh, John Stewart on the Daily Show last night? I did not. Are you going to get? You're going to watch. I, it, right? I will. You yeah, have I'm, to. Gonna, I'm, I'm ordering you to. I'm ordering today, you. Yeah. And I'm ordering you too as a friend. Okay. Not, not for sure. I watched it. My wife, my wife and I watched it live last night. Nothing's changed. Oh, that's so fantastic. Nothing. He is. He is still John Stewart of what eight years ago. It was so reminiscent and so nostalgic and Good. so great and. He reminded me, so John Stewart has always been left of center. Not a whack job liberal, but left of center. And I always thought that he did a really good job of calling Democrats out on their BS. And it, I was reminded that eight years ago, he was, he was cast by Republicans and conservatives as being a whack job liberal anytime he said anything that they disagreed with. 
I think he's a big climate change guy. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But let's take that as an example. Oh, you see, there's that whack job, liberal. And I, but I was reminded last night, no, he's Bill Maher. He's a mainstream Democrat who, who basically Bill Maher said, I didn't leave the Democratic Party. They left me. I haven't changed anything. I still have my left. Of and, and Stewart did such a great job of eviscerating both Trump and Biden last night. Fantastic. And, and it was just, it was, and it was funny as, as hell. So <laughs> I need it. I, and I bring that up also because he's out doing interviews. He, so Stewart's going to host the Daily Show every Monday night until uh, the election. And he's doing interviews. And he came out and uh, talked about, somebody asked him about, he had an Apple TV show uh, called uh, The Problem with Jon Stewart. And uh, they canceled it on him. And he was very honest in a New York Times interview that uh, Apple CEO, uh, oh, I'm sorry, he was very honest in the interview that his bosses at Apple disagreed over which topics he could cover in season two. He wanted to do things like artificial intelligence. He wanted to do an expose on China, and they canceled the show. Apple CEO Tim Cook was later questioned by members of the U.S. House of Representatives over whether Stewart's departure was because he was planning an upcoming episode about China. Cook gave a non-answer answer. Long story short, Apple does big business in China. No. I know, I know. Uh, Shocking. (laughs) Uh, And so, as Stewart, and Stewart's so classy. He said, quote, in his interview, they, Apple TV, decided they didn't want me to say things that might get me in trouble, end quote. That is a classy answer. Yes, because what he's really saying is they didn't want me to get them in trouble. Right, yep. But I'm not going to say that because I I love Jon Stewart. And he doesn't have to be right like he's not no. looking to go any farther in a career he doesn't need to kiss any asses or whatever like th- i love that that's yeah. that's his true character and it's code for those of us that understand how how all of this works uh so uh th- did you wind up watching that golden bachelor thing i know you talked about it oh man i tried oh we had the the the, the news came out that the guy was kind of a liar face and that soured you didn't yeah it, it did and uh. i tried and so but then i tried to watch the wedding <laughs> oh they did oh. get married and on live TV, as they do sometimes with this, some agree to do it, others don't. They want their own private ceremony. Those are the ones that work out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because one of the first, the first bachelorette ever, Tristan, and I forget the husband. Of oh, course you do. Of course you yeah. forget the husband. <laughs> Million years ago, and they're still together now. And and but they live off. They're not. They don't even do the Hollywood life. Like I think he's a firefighter. Might be a fire captain by now. I don't know. Whatever. They're in Colorado, but like they got married on TV, and it has lasted. But a lot of times, you know, it doesn't work out. And it was, it was just, it was so cringy and not entertaining. I don't know. It was. But just, you you was, only watched the wedding. I I didn't even watch all the wedding. Okay. Like I watched the red carpet of the wedding. <laughs> yeah, Good. there was oh, a red boy. carpet as you're gonna <laughs> enter the wedding. I mean, the show was a smash hit by uh, today's standards. So, part of my ignorance is this: the show where you get to pick either the the love relationship and get married, or the million dollars. Mm-mm. No, no, okay. That's, uh, what was that, that? That's a different one. Okay, okay. That is. So, yeah, what's yeah. the point of this? You just you find your one out of like what fifty women or something? No. So, like they'll every season they'll do either a bachelor or a bachelorette, and they'll pick one person. And this was the first time they did a golden bachelor because it's usually very young people. They're twenties. Well, occasionally they'll get someone that's thirty, but that's pushing it, right? So, um, and the idea behind all of it, whether you're the golden bachelor, the bachelorette, or the bachelor, you get to pick through. I think it's twenty five people 
that for the first night, and then as as time goes on, there's dates, there's group dates, there's individual dates. Okay. Whoever is the bachelor, bachelorette, they're the let's say the bachelor, he's the one dating all these women, and then there's a rose ceremony at the end of each episode, and if you don't get a rose, you're kicked off, and then it gets oh, down, yeah, drama. it gets down to the final four, which is hometowns. You go and meet the family, and the family grills you, blah blah blah, and then you do the final three. That's um. That's the um, sex date. Oh. Basically is. That's when they get their alone time in a room mm. and sex will happen. Um, and, of course, the women that have been bachelorettes that have slept with all three guys have been called sluts. But the men that sleep with all three girls, they're fine. Chachi. Yeah, it, it's, it's so absurd. <laughs> and then society. it goes down to the final two. <laughs> and so at the final two is he'll walk up. They each get ready thinking they're going to be proposed to. <laughs> but one of them is being broken up with. And then the oh. other one he goes over to and, and uh, you know, proposes. And the majority of these do not work out. Oh. Shocking. Fresh <laughs> from the success of last fall's Golden Bachelor, ABC has now unveiled plans for the Golden Bachelorette. Some old broad from one of the 22 <laughs> senior women from the original episode oh my God, that's great. will look for love from among a pool of older men in the new series. This is that Hollywood thing of we have a formula. Uh, we're just going to replay it over and over and over again until it doesn't work. Now you answered my question in the description. It's going to be older men that she's going after. It would be way more fun to watch a cougar going after younger men. Yes. Well, you know what? The way oh. the way they're going. Oh, they might get you know, one in. They're using the they're they're, they're using Andy Cohen's Bravo thing here. It, it, wash, rinse, repeat. You get a show and you just put the same show on, whether it's a Housewives in a different place or whether it's oh we we did this show about people that work on a boat. Mm. Let's do it again. And we're gonna we're call it the same name. We'll just put it in a different part of the country. So <laughs> yeah. below deck, oh. we can put that anywhere. Love now that. here's below deck Mediterranean. Uh, love that one too. Same thing, <laughs> just different people. So with this golden uh, bachelorette, are they doing it with a celebrity bachelorette, or no. are they are there's just some random broad? So usually what happens is they'll pick someone. Okay, I don't know if this is what they did, but the golden bachelor, right? There always ends up being a few girls that are super popular with the viewers, but they don't get picked as the one that ends up with the guy. One of them inevitably becomes the next Bachelorette. So I'm assuming that's probably what they did with this. They're, they haven't announced yeah, yet. But, but, they're, 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 it's all speculation who it will be, but it will be somebody of the 22. And I did. I came up to my own conclusion based on not watching of why I didn't tune in is because the appeal of watching young we're, we're our most catty when we're young oh. so to see how these girls are with each other it it's the best drama there's oh. always just awful troublemakers drama stuff they get upset about where you're like oh my god grow up but it's entertaining when it was all these older women, I'm like, oh, you're mature. They're all well-adjusted. They're all well-adjusted yeah. now. You've gone past that. What kind of drama is there going to be? Boo, boring. See, I was hoping they were going to bring Martha Stewart out as the Golden Bachelor. Because she did the swimsuit edition with Sports Illustrated, right? They, and, I mean, they've done celebrity bachelors. Have. Maybe they will do celebrity Golden Bachelorette or Bachelor. She's hot for They're, how old she is. They did. Uh, you guys would know Jesse Palmer. Didn't he play football? Yeah, poorly. Poorly? Okay, yeah, he, he was, was one yeah. once. Okay. Yeah, yeah terrible reference. Uh, Anthony says, what lie was the Golden Bachelor about? I need to know because I want to ruin this for my fiance. She thought it was the most adorable thing ever. It was that he he 
he lied about whether or not he'd been dating or something like that? Yes. He made it sound as if, like, he hadn't been out there since his oh, wife died. His wife died. That's right. Oh, but and it, he hasn't worked in the in the restaurant industry in, like, 40 years, but they yeah. made it sound like. But didn't it turn out he was a player and very judgy yes. on women's appearance something and all like that? that. Yeah. And he came across <laughs> nothing like that. Right. So he came, In the vignette, I was sold because he was like, oh, my God, the sweetest man. He lost his wife of a bazillion years. If you Google it, Anthony, the stories will come up, and uh, you can just tell your fiance he's a scumbag since you want to take this away from her for some reason. <laughs> I'll wait for your Dr. Rob letter in 18 months. Hello, Brian. Hey, um, I was not even expecting you guys to do this, but thank you. I just was listening live and heard you talking about John Stewart. Um, I'm a veteran. I come from a family of veterans. Thank you. And um, I'm, I'm politically very independent. Um, I'm very much disowned by both camps. And <laughs> I take pride in that. Yes. Yes. Um, and when I moved when I moved to Reno, I started listening to you guys, and I was like, wow, who are these guys? Because you're very just honest, and uh, it's not left or right. And then when I heard you talking about Jon Stewart, I was like, ooh, I got to listen. Um, let me listen to what they're going to say because it was important to me. And um, you didn't disappoint in the slightest. Uh, I just wanted to genuinely thank you for giving what I think is a very accurate depiction of someone I respect very much and who I agree uh, with on a lot of things, uh, but that is not why I respect him. I respect him for who he is and what he does, and uh, I just genuinely wanted to thank you guys for giving honor to a man that I think deserves it. Well, thank you, man. I mean, and, thank and thank you for existing. Sometimes doing this show, it doesn't feel like there are a lot of us, but there are. I mean, we we are actually the overwhelming majority of this country. It's just the fringe lunatics are running the store, Ugh. and John Stewart ain't one of them. And uh, being a veteran, you know how much work he's done for not only veterans, uh, specifically with the burn pits over in Iraq, but also the 9/11 uh, families and such. Uh, and I, I respect the hell out of him. He's he is on that very short list of if you're going to have celebrities over for dinner. John Stewart's right at the top of my list. <laughs> Could you imagine? Thanks for calling, man. John, yes, thank you so much for your service, John Stewart and Mike Rowe at your table. I would die. I would faint. Yeah. I wouldn't let him leave. But, but isn't John Stewart a vegan? <laughs> it's fine. Oh, it's don't he say is. that. He's the one no. I'll let me. I think he is. It's for oh. health reasons. He can't help it. To the Google I'm coming cave. up with my stories. Mm. He would love to eat meat. Because we, okay, we, we need a preface for all you vegans. Mm. If you're a vegan that would love to eat oh. meat, but you can't health-wise, mm -hmm. we still respect you. If you're that vegan that wants to get rid of all the cows, that's who we don't like. I mean, as long as he's not that vegan that shoves it in your face, exactly. I'll, he could, I'll allow it. Yeah, he couldn't be because he's got a hobnob with other celebrities and go out to big with high-profile people. Like, he's not going to be that guy. Okay, it says, former host John Daly, John Stewart... Fully vegan now, thanks to his wife, Tracy Stewart, and her compassion for animals. Okay. Fine, so. whatever. I'll make him a cauliflower steak. I don't mm. care. And and compassion for animals, I don't disrespect that sure. as a reason. Sure. That's if, if As long as you don't tell me that I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a murdering bastard or whatever. Right. That one is, yes. is not as heinous as some of the other reasons. All right, we're going to play Master Movies right now on that somewhat happy note. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer. We got a, a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. You're qualified for the grand prize drawings coming up to win one of ten pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, and one winner will snag upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. We're going to play you a clip from a movie. You just have to tell us the title of the movie, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the movie... Pass the cauliflower steak, please. Droplets everywhere and no winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movie. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. A couple emails. We'll start with this one from James. Hi, James. We were talking about Jon Stewart. He's hosting the Daily Show again on Mondays all the way through the election. Uh, had a really nice call from uh, Brian the Veteran, a good Brian, uh, who called <laughs> only to say that he really appreciated how we do the show and that we're pretty much down the middle like Jon Stewart is and we'll pick on both sides. And uh, it was nice of him to call in. And James says, the fact that none of us knew... Well, Brandon knew. That's how it came up. Usually Brandon's the one that brings the show up. But instead, <laughs> he mentioned the fact that none of us knew that Jon Stewart is a vegan. Oh, God, what a terrible moment. Actually speaks to his character. Plus, his wife is pretty attractive. I'd pretend to be vegan for a hottie. <laughs> Tracy's not bad for an older broad, yeah. I like how he says pretend, because I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping deep down inside, when he's out with the boys, mm-hmm. he has a steak. Yeah. Or, or in yeah. the bathroom alone. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, just going to tell ourselves that. Uh, also, Greg wrote in and said, can we humble listeners have a preview of what this cash cow toilet will sound like? So he's talking about a week from today. Uh, when we begin giving away over $50,000 in total, partnering with Lotus Communications, our uh, stations in uh, Reno and Sacramento, every day a listener to a Lotus property will win $2,024 all the way through the end of March, see, because it's 2024. Uh, now, you do have to be listening on our Lotus radio stations to be eligible to play because you're not going to hear the cash cow on this show uh, on the app uh, or on our membership site or on Rad TV. So you have to listen in Reno to 104.5. You have to listen in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. And you do have to be a resident of either California or Nevada as well. But every day we're going to get a handful of listeners to qualify. And then they go into the big bucket with some other Lotus uh, listeners from uh, like three dozen radio stations. And one person wins $2,024. You can qualify as many times as you want until you win. And then you're, uh, you're ineligible for the remainder of the contest that runs through March. So when you hear the cash cow, you have to be caller 18. So is the cash cow the the universal sound effect for all of the Lotus properties? No. Okay. It's only for Reno and Sacramento where I was put in charge of figuring out what the cash cow would sound like. And I said, well, because they made it the cash cow before they got they brought me in. I said, well, I'm not just going to play a moo. So it, the cash cow, the story is that it's the, the cow is filled with money. And it's delivering the day's prize, so that's why you hear a moo and then a toilet flush. And when you do, be caller 18 at 888-989-9011. Not now. Not now. We're going to play the sound for you because Greg wants to hear it. Yeah, you gave the number. That was confusing. It's star- Fortunately, the lines are all busy now because we're going to play a contest. So uh, uh, this will be starting a week from today. What? Hmm. Oh, come on. Where's the toilet? I've heard, the toilet. I've heard the finished product, so I know it's there. Okay. What the? See, if you just hear the toilet... You've got to be kidding that, me. That's not it. Hold on. That's just a trick. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got this. Just give me one second. Flush. Plop, <laughs> fizz. Here the, we go. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Sorry. That's it. That is awful. It's just completely juvenile. That's awful in a good way. Yeah. It's just, oh, you, That was a big one. Uh, so that's it. That's all you have to listen for starting a week from today. And be uh, caller 18 to qualify to uh, oh be that gosh. day's $2,024 winner. The rules are posted at radradio.com. Master, master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Dusting the film and you'll reach supreme. You're a movie master. Movie Master! And by the way, in the Sacramento area, we will also... 
play the cash cow during the Mix Pick Sports Show every day. What? Whoa. Same thing. Uh, you got to listen on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM and be caller 18 when you hear it. And you will be one of that day's uh, qualifiers. But again, you will only hear it on 104.7 or 8.90. For Master of Movies, we've got a one-month membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. You'll be qualified for the grand prize drawing for one of 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets to the show. On February 27th. Caller 18. Hello, Will. What up? What up? If you know the movie, you will win. If not, we will go to Diana. Good morning. Good morning. Dirty Diana. And Eric, your caller 20. What's up? What's up? What's up? Looking for a 1987 adventure film. You mocked me once. Never do it again. I died that day. Do you love this movie? It seems like this is the eighth time we've done this. Oh, movie. really? Oh, really? oh I, I felt like it had been a while. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I mean, you've been here for four years, right? Or three yeah. years. So, you know, <laughs> it's been a while, for I would assume. An adventure film from 1987. You mocked me once. Never do it again. I died that day. Don't get me wrong. It's a great movie. Uh, Will, do you know the title? That would be The Princess Bride. Yes, it would be. All right, go ahead. Uh, Robin Wright, Billy Crystal, the Princess Bride. Now tell me truly, when you found out he was gone, did you get engaged to your prince that same hour, or did you wait a whole week out of respect for the dead? You mocked me once, never do it again! I died that day! You can die too, for all I care! Oh! Uh, yeah. you wish... Oh, my sweet Wesley, what have I done? Three more oh chances God. for you to win tomorrow morning at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody. and Dawn Show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. I uh, got this email, rad at radradio.com from Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette. Uh, we were talking about uh, Billy Joel is going to do his first ever televised uh, concert. It'll be from Madison Square Garden. Not live, but it'll be on uh, Sunday, April 14th, I believe, is when it's being uh, aired. Uh, but we were mentioning, this all came up a few weeks ago. I was asking about bucket list concerts, and Brandon had said his was Billy Joel, and, and I thought that was a great answer because I never saw Billy Joel. And then somebody wrote in and said, you know, he's going out on tour. I'm like, how the hell did I miss this? <laughs> and uh, uh, I just I texted my wife at the time. I said, babe, we're going to Vegas, and you're going to have to deal with white people uh, for a weekend. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and she's, that's fine. Oh, my God. Uh, but I, 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 I had told Brandon if he and his girl wanted to go that I'd take care of the, the tickets at least. <sighs> yeah, it pains me that I had to d- decline. So we're getting, uh, we're getting uh, emails like this one. Jeanette says, Brandon. What? Just FYI. Billy Joel and Sting are also playing in San Diego on April 13th. Yeah, see, April's already a big yeah. month for me. I'm going to see a show at the Hollywood Bowl the yeah. following weekend, so oh. I I appreciate looking out, but um, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's just it's just this, you know, it's just like not in the cards right now. It's okay, but, but you know, everything's out there. If if something Brandon stumbles across something, I'll, I'll still honor my my promise. Oh. Thank you, and I, it would be great to see him live. But honestly, I'd be happy with the CBS televised I, yeah. thing, which is happening on the 14th. Of <laughs> Thank April. you very much. Uh, okay, we got this email from Ann. 
K-N. As we have announced, the uh, Cash Cow Contest, uh, beginning a week from today in conjunction with our friends at Lotus Communications, our partners, uh, where uh, whenever you hear, starting a week from today, the Cash Cow, which is the moo and the toilet, you just have to be caller 18 at 888-989-9811. You'll be one of a handful of listeners uh, each day who will be qualified to win $2,024. We're doing it every single day. A listener will win $2,024. Uh, in conjunction with about three dozen total radio stations in the Lotus uh, family. Oh, dear God, I just got it. 2024. It's the year. I just got Ooh. it. Wow. Which is funny because Dawn and I actually recorded the promos, the commercials for this, in which we explain that. And Dawn's line in that is, why 2024? Ouch. And then I say, because it is 2024, the year of God knows what. Yeah, I, I, and, I forget us even recording yeah. that. And it's been playing all day <laughs> during our break. Oh, I don't listen to us. Thanks, Don. <laughs> um, but remember the catch, which Don might not be aware of this catch. You have to be listening to either 104.5 in Reno or in Sacramento to 104.7 oh, FM, 890 AM. No, I remember when we make these people, these poor people who have forced listening. Yes, well, and they, and they have remember. to, but they, the point there is you have to listen to the radio stations. Yeah. Listening, if you're on the app right now, you will never hear the cash count. <laughs> and then when you hear it, you have to be caller 18 at our number, 888-989-9811, and you're the one of the qualifiers for that day. So... Some, some people wrote in and said, damn it, I'm in Indiana. I'm on the app. Well, sorry. Uh, but here's a good hack. Oh, and then, and then, and then Kyle. He, Kyle said, well, because, you know, Kyle is always trying to get around things. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> he says, what, what, if, what if? What if somebody in Indiana or Florida or whatever listens to Rock 104.5 on their, on their website or their app? And, and I said, well, they can, they'll hear the cash cow, but unless they're residents of California or Nevada, they don't qualify. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ann wrote in and said, I live in a dead spot in Fernley, Nevada. 104.5 is spotty here. If I listen to 104.5 through their website's listen live option, will I be able to hear the cash cow? Please let me know. Yes, and you're eligible to win because Yay! you're a Nevada resident. All right. Good hack. Woo! That has got to be the weirdest blind spot because Rock 104.5 has a monster oh signal. Gosh, goes they? way past Fernley. Oh, so yeah. if you're in Las Vegas, too, same thing applies because you're yep. in the state of Nevada. Yes, that is true. Okay, cool. Um, Jason wrote in because uh, we did play what the, uh, what the cow sounds like, the cash cow. says you could hear... <laughs> That bovine sigh of relief with uh, the toilet flush. Yeah, that's I, my I, favorite part. I asked Brandon to find the, the 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 as close as he could to get a straining moo, like he's pushing out mm -hmm. the cash. So, I, bravo! Mwah. Thank you. All right, another odd email. So uh, this and this guy, he's a regular. Uh, re uh, uh, so we've had we had the guy. Uh, so today it was uh, Dennis. Oh, I still talking about the Super Bowl. Move along. What, what did he call it? Uh, hypocritical hype? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I, and last week, I, I think it was Doug. I really do. Like, ah, why, are you, why are we talking about millionaires that are playing a game teams owned by billionaires? It's like, it's the biggest thing on the planet, dude. But here's another one. Uh, this is from Maggot JJ. Hi, JJ. So remember uh, last week we were we were toying with the fact that the, that the Swifties were finding every which way they could to twist themselves into pretzels to come up with the number 13 as it related to the Super Bowl, proving that, of course, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win, which they did, and now we know why. It's all about the number 13. Like, it was <laughs> Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight equals 13. And then they got more and more contrived, and so we started doing it and proving you start with the answer. You can do anything you want with these numbers. You just leave something out and Yay. nothing to see here. And you guys started to email in your own. Well, JJ says, I am catching up on shows, and I'm currently listening to the show from February 8th. Oh, my God. Please shut up with these stupid emails about numbers. It stopped being funny an hour into February 7th show. Dude, if you're behind, fast forward. 
He's so upset about something that happened five days ago. He took time to tell us in an email to stop doing something that we've already done. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go back in the audio and delete that just for you, JJ. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, my Lord. What is the point of that? Well, he probably won't hear this for another two or three days as he gets caught up. <laughs> you know, I, it's I, his I would... way of being able to interact. Okay. Even though it's on I, delay. But what is, what is the point <laughs> of that, JJ? That to, to email us about something in the past, we're, we're, we're not going to not do something we think is funny moving forward. Okay, I, I know you already know this, but there just doesn't need to be a point anymore. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dorian wrote in about uh, Brittany Mahomes, the uh, wife of uh, Patrick Mahomes, being in a Sports Illustrated's uh, 60th anniversary swimsuit issue. She's one of their rookies. Sports uh, SI, I'm sorry. Supposed to call it SI these days. Uh, SI's been doing it for years where they take eight women that aren't models. Uh, they may or may not have a sports connection. They usually do. Uh, and they put them in their issue. And Brittany Mahomes, uh, she owns the, the Kansas City uh, women's soccer team. She was an athlete, et cetera. Uh, and uh, so they, uh, they, SI said, look, this is why she's in there. Morons still went on the comments like, oh, what the after she don't have But the real delicious part were the women. Who, who trashed her because she's a mom and she shouldn't pose in a bathing suit uh, because she has two young children. So ridiculous. Uh, so Dorian wrote in and said, I'm a mom of two girls. I just did a boudoir photo shoot and even had, and I even had second thoughts about telling them or, or seeing the photos, but I'm so happy I took them to look back on. Good. I mean, fine. Yes. Give it some consideration, of course, and then if you're proud to do it, go do it. Absolutely. It, when, when we have a serious discussion about right. women... And, and doing this type of stuff, the only thing, honestly, that I, for me personally, I hope that when women are doing it, they're not doing it because that they only, they feel that is their only thing that gives them self-worth, if they feel like that's all they have to offer. I, I, I want them to know and believe in themselves enough to know, no, you're more than your body. And, and nobody should feel that any one thing is what they're all about. No one should <laughs> yeah. feel that, they, well, all I am is my career. All I am is my marriage. Yes. I mean, I mean that's really the, the universal hope for all people. True. And I'm not mad at Brittany Mahomes. I am a little upset with Sports Illustrated. I don't think they should let a mare into their, uh, into their magazine. I mean, it's kind of bestiality. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, she is she is a bitch. Oh, all right? I mean, I'm not mad at her for being an SI. <laughs> I, I don't understand why we're going down this road. I mean, is she going to be a – well, he can't be on Jerry Springer because he's dead. Jerry. But, you know, remember, I married my horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, Patrick Mahomes could be on with a capital W. Oh, this will this will piss JJ off. Dimitri just realized this and immediately emailed in. He's listening to February eighth. Five days later, eight plus five equals thirteen, and he wrote on the thirteenth. Oh, no, JJ. Oh, 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 and we're talking about it. Oh, and he's listening now on the eighteenth. <laughs> Good times, JJ. <laughs> nice dynamite. Uh, Christian wrote in. Says, ha. Nope, he did not write in. How do you spell that? <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'll hide that email and get back to it later, if you know what I mean. Uh, if you're tuning in to Win Rob's Change, haha, we're not doing it. It's on hold. Uh, we gave away $287.13 uh, at 630 this morning because, see, much to JJ's chagrin, this round of uh, Win Rob's Change was all about the numerology thing that we'd been talking about. Travis Kelsey's jersey number 87. Taylor Swift's favorite number, 13, lucky number, whatever. And there's two of them. Right. So that's how I came up with 287.13. I mean, the answer could have been 102. It, 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 <laughs> what, 102? Wait, wait. If you add 87 and 13, isn't that 100? 187.13. 
No, if you add 87, his number, 13, her favorite number, isn't that 100? Yes. And then a two for the two of them, right? So uh, it could have been yeah. one two. Yes, it could have. I could have done any number of, of yeah. things, yes. I, I thought I was going to get a winner, like, on the second one by doing 287, 13. It took too long. But uh, we are pausing when Rob's change because of the cash cow contest. And and don't don't then think, oh, so the cash cow is going to be at 630, 930. Maybe, maybe not. Different times throughout the morning show, we just need to – it's a very technical – we need to open up some space on the show. We already do three contests at 7, 8, and 9 uh, with the, with various ticket giveaways. Uh, but we're just pausing. Don't worry. We're pausing when Rob's change. And I will make this pledge to you. When it comes back – by the way, this will be news to Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator. <laughs> we'll do another mega bucket and Ooh. have Michelle uh, write the clues when it comes back after the cash cow is put out to slaughter. And truth be told. <laughs> This also uh, frees up more time for us to talk politics. No. Yay. Oh, yay, politics. We're going to talk politics. No, oh, my no, God. no, Rob, no. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Remember, at uh, 10 a.m., it's uh, the Mixed Pick Sports Show on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Uh, also, the Rad Radio app. And in Sacramento on 1047 FM, 890 AM. Steve Mickelson and I do that show every morning at 10 a.m. And today's Tuesday, so right after we're done, Tech to You Tuesday will air. Ian will be hosting, as usual. He'll be talking about how uh, computers are being sold on Amazon, and they already come with spyware and viruses included in them. Lovely. Thank you so much. A new form of credit card skimming and scams that he's going to go over how to avoid. And a video of a Samsung contracted tech purposely damaging a customer's TV to void its warranty. Is he going to tell us how to skim the credit cards, too? I believe he's going to tell you how to avoid Jeez. skimming them Damn. only. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, not, oh. not to give uh, help to those who want to scam or skim. I guess that's good. Uh, Tech to you Tuesday airs every Tuesday uh, on the same platforms as uh, Mixed Pick Sports. Uh, no, Rad TV, blah, 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 104.7, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and if you're watching us on Rad TV in just mere moments during our next commercial break, you will get the Dogwoods Resort canine cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brandu? My family's 11-week-old puppy, Sadie, oh. tries so hard to be tall enough and eat out of Walter's bowl. Walter's my, my very tall hound dog. Um, and an early morning training session with Sadie, showing off her tricks like sit Lay down and roll over. We're getting Whoa! close. And then we've got Heidi, the little white Jeez. fluff ball, putting her own putting on her own show in the living room during the Super Bowl halftime show. Heidi's not yours. That's a no. That's video. a that's a totally different. Dog. And, uh, I would never have that dog. Oh, oh, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh. And, uh, our our five year old black lab Hank. Yes, I got sit, lay down, no roll. Aww. Did you try? Is I mean, if you don't try, they're not going to do I whatever. I sit, lay down, and shake. Gotta got to get in shake. Shake is so stupid. <laughs> How do you get the rollover? Because I've been trying the rollover with Marla. She can do the shake, the sit, and everything, and she does the jump. Yeah, well, you do the, the this. I thought it was like you put the treat by their ear, and they, like, tried to reach for it. So I don't know how Brandon did it, but uh, I, I trained all my German Shepherds to do it. We just, you, you just take the treat. Uh, once you teach them to lay down, 
uh, you just take the, whatever the treat you're using to, to train them on, and you just roll it around, and their nose will follow the treat, and they'll go on their back, and you say roll, good roll, good roll. Oh. That's that's the way I've always done it. So we're doing it a, a combination of, of ways that Kyle described and the way you're describing it, Rob. It, it's it's a circular motion, but you put the treat kind of behind the dog's head, so they have to look back, mm. and then as you keep making the circular motion, they'll they'll kind of just start to flop over. Got it. Cool. So um, with our, our Hank, our black lab, I feel like a lot of labs are food motivated. So the fact that we could get Hank to sit, leave the room, and he would obey and not eat, what if, whether it's his dinner or just a treat, until we come back in and tell him he can't, that was a win. And I'm like, you don't need rollover, man. You accomplished that, and you're a lab, and you're food motivated. Bravo, we're good. Uh, we got this email from uh, Randall. I was uh, we, we uh, when Rob's change is paused uh, as we head into the cash uh, cow promotion. Pause. After dog talk. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, cash cow promotion begins uh, a week from today. Two thousand twenty-four dollars going to one listener uh, every single day. Rules are posted at radradio.com. But so we did the last winner this morning. And it was $287.13 because uh, 87 is Travis Kelsey's jersey, 13 is Taylor Swift's uh, favorite number, and there's two of them. Part of the stupid numerology thing we were doing last week. And, and the whole thing was to prove how you can twist anything with these numbers, and Randall had another one. Instead of the way I just described it, jersey, lucky number, and there's two of them, he said, here's another way to break down when Rob's change. Eight plus seven is 15. By the way, he didn't make this connection, but that's uh, Patrick Mahomes' uh, jersey number. Oh! But eight plus seven is 15. Minus two is 13. There you go. There's bam, a bam. 13. Okay. Now, this is a very odd email from uh, Logan. When hey, we Logan. When we announced uh, that when Rob's change is taking a pause... It, 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 it's a really behind-the-scenes thing of opening up more room for the cash cow contest. That's all I can say, it, just because it's very boring, not because there's any secrecy to it. So Don made the joke as we were going into commercial break, well, we're really doing that so we can talk more politics. Uh. <laughs> so somehow this is what Logan got from that. I agree with Don that having more space to talk about politics is a good thing. I understand I may be in the minority on this, but talking about things that matter are important. I feel like you intentionally talk about the whole number 13 with Taylor Swift to avoid talking politics and half the other stuff you guys talk about. <sighs> that is out there. Missed the sarcasm from Dawn and then feels like I'm just finding stuff to talk about to avoid talking politics. I, I knew a Logan. Wow. I think it's just a Logan thing. They're a little they're, – they're, they're not all the way there. No, see <laughs> – I, I, I try to not get annoyed anymore at humans. I'm just fascinated by all of us, including myself. <laughs> all I said was, and you're right, in a sarcastic manner, truth be told, we're doing it so we can talk more politics. I did not say it's important and that we should. And that, right, like he added all these things mm -hmm. to my one little comment. Well, and then, uh, and then there's, yes, and, and beyond that, there's this conspiracy that the reason I, I'm dragging out the number thing or talking about the Super Bowl is so I don't have to talk politics. Like, that's the only other choice, is to talk politics. Right. Um, Nothing to see here. First of all, you are in the minority, Logan. M most people don't want to talk politics uh. other than the wackos on both sides, and all they want to do is scream and yell. It, on this show, I know that a lot of you enjoy being kept up to date and educated, and as we get closer to the actual election, we will talk more politics. I don't avoid anything. If if I know that the majority of the people listening to the show want to talk about something, we'll talk about it, whether they know about it or not. That's how it's like. Well, if they heard about this, 
with our maggots. And I you know, just want to point out, I've been doing this for 30 years. Got a pretty high success rate. So I'm sorry that you're not getting enough politics and you're getting too much numerology. But you're not giving people the answers they want so they can argue with their family members. They have to do yeah. research themselves, and it's hard, Rob. I know. I know. And then, and what they do is they don't do any research, and then they just still argue as though they know what they're, what they're talking about. Yeah, but even if they did, then what? Mm. Like, I, I, Obviously, there's nothing wrong with something that's important, maybe politically that's happening, and... You, and you just bring the information about it, mm -hmm. and then we as people may have an opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. Where it goes wrong for me is that opinion becomes your life. <laughs> that opinion becomes something you need everyone to agree with. And and the reason this is annoying to me is because, from my point of view, we are lied to constantly. So you're getting upset and arguing over something that we probably really don't know most of the story of really, truly what's happening. We are only given what they want to give us. And and whatever more people like Rob that do research can dig up. And even with that, and Rob's admitted, there's a bazillion things with all of this stuff. We'll never know. Yet we have figured it out. We argue about it. We divide ourselves. I mean, it literally is like, a, a, I'm not saying we're going to be a civil war, but we are like that. We literally have be become a, such a divided nation over lies. Hello, Thomas. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hey. Hi, Thomas. Hey, quick question. Um, so, Rob, you've always said that the uh, command of shake for a dog was pointless and useless for a dog. Yeah. <laughs> What's the significance of uh, roll over for a dog to have? Uh, it's a dominance move. That's why that's the one of the first things I always taught our shepherds. It's, it's to show them who's in charge. It's to remind them on a level higher than just, oh, I'm telling you to sit. Because it's like it's like why you put a turtle on its back, make them helpless. When you when you take a dog, especially a dog that has uh, more uh, uh, strong tendencies, they're stubborn, uh, like a German Shepherd. You want them to be reminded on a regular basis: get on your back because I'm in charge of you, and and show me be completely submissive, kind of thing. Shake is just stupid. It is, it is, it was, I love the shake. It, it has no. <laughs> It has no meat. My my wife had already taught Scout when I first met her and him. Oh my god! I shake, love and I'm it. like, you wasted a command on a Labrador with shake. Oh, oh god! Oh, I love the shake. It feels Me so too. cool. It feels like yeah. they're a little person. You're yeah. like, what's up? Oh, look, you can be like us. Jesus. Uh, having hearing your explanation of the rollover, yeah, more reason why not to even bother with Hank, because no, he is the one in charge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. We got this uh, email, rad at radradio.com, from a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We just did during the uh, commercial break the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam, and it featured uh, Brando's uh, newest edition, uh, Sadie the Whatty What? Bernadoodle. Uh, and we were talking about uh, some training exercises, including the rollover. <laughs> uh, emailer says, I love seeing on the canine cam Brando's cat looking over when his fiance cheers for Sadie's rollover. Aww. Almost like his cat was thinking, you dumbass, you have to get <laughs> treats for tricks. I just get them for being a cat. Yeah, that's exactly what cats sound like. Oh, <laughs> hey, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. <laughs> 
morning. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's show, Graham. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so uh, we had uh, interspersed Valentine's Day and lingering Super Bowl questions uh, for the pressure cooker, and one of them was what do yellow roses symbolize? By the way, our pressure cooker guy knew it, and uh, he did win. He got five right. Uh, we'll play our games tomorrow at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. The answer is friendship, to which uh, that was news to Kyle. Yeah. And, and <laughs> we told the story yeah. that, that a lot of dudes don't even know that Roses mean anything, you know, red, love, okay, maybe. But yeah. they're like every color means something. Yeah, and if I'm getting roses to a girl, it's because I like her, not because I think she's a friend. That's going to make the feelings a little weird. Like if I go into a girl and she's a friend, I bring her a yellow rose, I don't think she's even going to know. And we talked about like how it makes sense if like you're married or your significant other is your best friend, you might do red and yellow yeah. to, to say all that. But Dawn pointed out that there are periods where where women go through this really judgy phase. Well, it, yes. And, and it's like, well, dude didn't know maybe. I mean, I know for, with me and my friends because we wanted like a dude, a man's man, a toxic man. <laughs> and the metrosexuals were starting to creep in. And they were super clingy and, and just, <laughs> oh, God. Like they wanted to cuddle. But I mean, they wanted to cuddle. And, and and right, like we weren't mm -hmm. the ones that were want. We weren't the ones that were saying let's cuddle. And so they would get too fast with the roses. And I have to correct something Kyle said. At least with women of my generation, we will know that that yellow rose is friendship. Really? Oh. We know the colors with. I don't know if girls of today still do. I haven't had the flower conversation with any of the young kids in our life. Isn't it just born into but your DNA? I, I... Uh, one of our eighty-five Heidi's wrote in and said, "Don't feel bad, Kyle." My husband bought yellow roses for our anniversary one year, and I said, oh, wow, we can finally be friends, because he had no clue what they meant. Oh, you but made see, him feel bad. Now She did. Now it's yeah. a tradition. Every year I get yellow roses for our anniversary. He had to ask all of his friends if they knew yellow meant friendship, and none did. Yep. See, and that's like the, if, if you're a girl that likes yellow roses... Then that's another reason why you would. You still might not know that it means friendship with the right. dude. Do you just think it means for her, which it does in this case? She likes yellow roses. And they turned it into a nice, fun tradition. Yeah, I like that. Right. Uh, Eric wrote in because uh, the Golden Bachelor was such a hit. They are going to do the Golden Bachelorette. We don't know which one of the old broads from uh, the Golden Bachelor they're going to choose yet. Oh, um, so Eric says, so when they do get married, because that's the idea, right? Eventually. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. You you are doing the show <laughs> and you're on the show because you want to be proposed to at the end of it. Now, mind you, you've only spent a short amount of time together <laughs> and have had no real trials. So when they do get married on the Golden Bachelorette and they have their named events like the wedding shower, do they call it a golden shower? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well played. <laughs> See, I am. I started thinking about it during commercial break. Um, a few commercial breaks ago, I started thinking of the Real Housewives shows, and those women are older, and they're very catty. And I'm wondering if that's how the Golden... That's how it would work. You gotta get the old broads that are still in to being catty. And then I would watch it, and I wonder if they had a lot of those mm. Real Housewives type of women on the bat on the Golden Bachelor. Uh, we played a few clips of uh, Tony Romo being very weird during the Super Bowl broadcast. He was singing... Uh, and then he broke the cardinal rule of talking about streakers. And Jim Nance is kind of re recognized. He's like, he's like giving a hand signal. And Romo's still talking about, oh, yeah, we can't talk about that, can we, Jimbo? <laughs> Uh, coming up in a few minutes uh, when we do the Mixed Pick Sports Show with Steve Mickelson, uh, I'm going to play one that's a little more sporty about how Tony Romo completely ruined the, the final call uh, of the uh, Super Bowl. And, and he's just been getting rolled for years now. CBS had to do an intervention with him and say, what happened to you? Uh, and we don't really know, but Adam says, Rob, uh, it appears that Tony Romo has been attending the Dawn School of Broadcasting, breaking <laughs> all rules. You know, 
Like when Dawn constantly interrupts you and speaks over your sentences. Oh, do I do that? That's I'm so sorry. One example. <laughs> Doesn't retain I, anything that I say. Oh, yeah. I, I don't realize. Uh-huh. Um, if you uh, watch <laughs> us on uh, Rad TV uh, during the live show at members.radradio.com, during the commercial break, you get a question of the day. Email in your answers. We save them for the final segment of the show. What was today's question, Brando? What's something that doesn't really smell great, but you keep wanting to smell it anyway? Mm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we've we've had a, ver- a variety of these conversations. Your own butt is like right up the top of the answer. Walter let one go yesterday, and I I, I made the comment. I'm like, is it weird that I wanted to smell it? Ooh, yeah, it Ooh. like had a little funkiness of no. beef jerky and oh cheese. God. No, it's it's not weird because I'm the same way. Really, it, it, I don't know what it is. It's like a curiosity, but it, it's almost like it's almost like home. It's his oh breath is, as well. I That's like the great. smell of his. Yeah, breath. now see, dog breath. I like. Yeah. I, see, I like trying to pick out the food notes. A little bit. It, it, I know it's a little gross, but you're curious about what was ingested. Uh, Jared says, I have a candle that is scented like diesel. It oh, smells exactly oh, like diesel. I love diesel. And it reminds me of my childhood. Sniffing a candle scented like diesel is indeed weird, and I know that. But it wouldn't be as weird as having actual diesel around when I don't need any diesel. Oh, how does it not give you a headache? Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. smell, but mm. I need this. I need the candle to also make the noise of a diesel truck. <laughs> Then it's like, whoa. Can we get a combination candle where it's like freshly cut grass and the oh. exhaust from all of the uh, the yard tools? Oh, my oh. God. Freshly That's cut nice. grass. That's nice. That's a nice mashup. Okay. Uh, Carlos says, for me, it's earwax. I can't describe the smell. I know it's not a nice smell, but I always want more. <laughs> it's not a bad one. Earwax? I didn't even know. I didn't recognize it has much of an odor. Yeah, it's got oh. worse of a taste. I've never smelled it. Yeah, never. Taste. Oh my. Oh yeah, like, you got to taste it. I mean, just no, once you or twice, you know. You just get that nice little waxy yeah. film kind of thing. It's weird. It's almost zingy when you taste it, like a nine volt battery. I'm gonna Google what if it's okay that your earwax smells. I'm not yeah. sure that that's the. Oh normal. yeah, maybe you have an infection. Uh, and then we got this one that says, uh, "The my nether regions after they have marinated from a full day of travel." It's disgusting, and the best way to describe it is a salty, sweet musk. Yes. But I'm a big fan. It's so gross. Yeah. I know what you're, do- what you're talking about. You take the dipstick, you know, finger, yeah. and you just swipe between, you know, in that groinal area where mm-hmm. the leg meets yeah. the hip. Mm-hmm. There's just something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can spread it on a cracker, and it, it'd be similar to cheese, I imagine. Uh, if you're uh, going to stick around on Rad TV or the membership side of the Rad Radio app, or in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM, the Mixed Pick Sports Show is coming up in mere moments, followed by Tech to you Tuesday. Woo-woo. For the rest of you, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Yeah, I'm Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so long, stink town. Well, goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.